This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Sherry's Berries. Order giant freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99. That's over a 40% savings. Double the berries for just $10 more. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, and use code T. That's berries.com and the code T. This podcast is also brought to you by ProFlowers. Thank Mom with a beautiful 100 Blooms bouquet plus a free glass vase from ProFlowers.com for just $19.99. Upgrade to a pink vase and chocolates for just $9.99 more. Use code TEETH to get this special price at ProFlowers.com. Hey, everyone. Hey, Welcome hey, to the hey. Podcast. It's a podcast. Coming at you live from Stage 5. Stage 5. So, Stave, stage Cinco. Stave. Stage Cinco for Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Happy Independence Day, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> you want to regale us with the history Fucking of Cinco de Mayo? Cinco de Mayo? Gus loves Cinco de Mayo. He's like, man, my favorite day of the year is the 5th of May. It's not. It's really, really. You told me that this morning, Gus. Why lie? So we, uh, we have our very festive Cinco de Michael bachelor party oh fucking wins Someone money owes gus money you owe me bunny barbara bunny barbara uh shows me money oh. uh, so she- you're a jack michael's at yours and you're at michael's yeah but you weren't at your own what no what? i wasn't my own why wouldn't he be at his own he wasn't well, at the podcast, bachelor party yeah, we the, threw for him the podcast bachelor I party Mike, i was not yeah. at but now we are celebrating michael's so, you, we introduce everybody all right we got gus gus <laughs> Jack. And Gus. And Gus. <laughs> Gavin and Bernie also, in addition. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Well, people, Boy, some people are listening. Gavin. They don't know. Some I'm, people are listening. <laughs> There's some bound people. to be one or I'm two Gavin. people out there. You can so tell me, which one I am. I'm the British one. You're in Michael's. Michael's getting married this weekend. He's getting married to the lovely Lindsay Tuggy, about to be Lindsay Jones? Yep. Who? I don't know. There's a little squeak from the uh, control room. <laughs> you are in the wedding party. Is that correct? Yeah. It turns out. Wow. That seems like... A lot of work. That seems uncharacteristic for Gavin. Uh, so from what I hear, Gavin was the last person to get his tuxedo lined up. Like, waited till the absolute last day to get your tuxedo, right? Get well, I mean, if they can do it up to a certain day, that's the day you do it. Because <laughs> he could change. Who knows? He could just, like, sprout extra muscles or that's something. That's true. What if he gained, like, 30 pounds? Exactly. You don't want to, like, go back twice Muscle's and do gonna it. pick it up the day before the wedding. There you go. Good way to do it. I think everyone picks it up the day before the wedding, don't they? Mine's available now. Thank you very much. Why would you pick it up now? I don't know. I'm not going to Why it. wouldn't you pick it up now? You're giving him it's shit like, for waiting. Have, no, no, I agree with him on this point. It's like now you, you, if you pick it up early, you just run the risk of ruining it. Well, you get, yeah. it, you get it fitted. You check it again make sure it's right. What the fuck do you people do with <laughs> What do you do? Like wear it on the house? You, you don't know bacon? If I got it for five days, I'm going to wear it for five fucking days. I'm paying for it. <laughs> no way. I asked Michael what was required of me to be in the wedding party. He said I just have to walk down the aisle and stand there. So I, I could do that. Brilliant. You know where to stand. Do you know where you are in the order? Like, are you, I guess it's what rehearsal dinners for. Yeah, I should go to rehearsal. Have you ever been to a wedding party before? No. Okay, so this should be your first time. Wait, didn't you miss the first RTX because you had to go be in a wedding? No, that's I right. Went, I went to a wedding. It's even worse. Yeah, he he wasn't just even, went to a wedding? Yeah, he wasn't even part no, of it. I said I was going to go. I encouraged him to go. It's your friend's wedding. Your friend only gets married once. <laughs> <laughs> Typically. So, you go to your friend's wedding. You made the right choice. No. Nah. You made the right choice. Nah. I went to the yeah. next RTX. Well, I feel like we're the little angel, little devil on his shoulders. You think you should skip life events to go to RTX? Absolutely. I think so. I agree. July 4th to 6th, 2014 at the Austin Convention Center. All right. Tickets tickets are almost sold out. You need to buy tickets now because they're going to sell out this week. I will not be at a wedding. So buy your tickets now. You have to. I heard the exact same thing. Yeah. That those tickets will be gone very soon. Yep. So you just want to say it. Very soon. I wouldn't say this week, but they'll be gone very soon. So they're gone tomorrow. Uh, we have Hulk hands <laughs> in honor of. Uh, you have Hulk hands. My thumb is on the we wrong have Hulk hands side. In honor of uh, Michael's bachelor party. Here, here's your, your other one. Oh, there. You go. Oh, oh, I dropped it. Oh, Gus. I'm all. I'm all. I'm all Hulk thumb. <laughs> um, Green thumb. So it got me thinking. Like before we start the podcast, how does the Hulk jack off? 
He just <laughs> like, does it like normal. No, no, no. But it's like well, he's like super his strong. Cock stays like the size right. of a little. Does his cock get all like oh, big yeah. and green and angry too? Like, does he is he ever in danger <laughs> of ripping it off? I'm sure. Like, what if he squeezes too hard and it, like just like pops off like a what rocket? What if he squeezes too hard? I'm not the fucking Hulk. Is there any picture anywhere of the Hulk with just a tiny little pink penis on his big green butt? <laughs> it's like the one thing that doesn't change. Yeah. If it doesn't cover everything, well, his pants don't rip. Right? That's the one thing that stays on him. Like, yeah. his shirt goes, the bottom, like, from the <laughs> knee down to the pants goes. What, what is it about? What if he had big green Hulk testicles and still, like, the little tiny pink <laughs> dick? He, he wouldn't be able to see it. <laughs> his balls would look like this. <laughs> also, <laughs> like the Hulk hands. would jacking off cause him to get the transformation to happen? Could it possibly? What, because he's angry? No, wouldn't that make sense? He's just angry? That would what he's into. That would make him human again. <laughs> I think that, that, would, like, that would calm him down. Like, he'd turn human again. You go back to Bruce Banner that point you're right here this would be really dangerous what if jacking off as the hulk was way better than doing it as bruce banner (laughs) way better because then he's sitting around the house he's got the decision made going well i could jerk off or i could hulk jerk off (laughs) but we gotta be careful like when you get off when he when the hulk gets off is it like a tank firing like a round is it like he's got a giant (laughs) hole in the side of his house he's like definitely should have bruce bannered it (laughs) also it's like that would make him angry too he'd be like fuck yeah just like, just like jerking off, like takes away your ability to make bad decisions. Like if you jerk off, like oh no, I'm not gonna go do that. I'm just gonna go sleep for five hours now. <laughs> what if like that was one way that he could stave off turning into the Hulk? He's like, what, oh, he's getting mad. He's like, if I go jerk it right now, <laughs> I can save this. So he, he fall, he falls in the thing, and like him and and Blackwood are laying there next to each other, and she's like, no, no, Bruce, he's like, no, I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. For your safety, it's for your safety. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> it's for your own good. No, 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 it's not weird, I promise. <laughs> that would have made that movie a lot it's more It's not you, it's me. <laughs> it totally would have, right? Like, that's the only one, because he's always worried about turning to the Hulk. What if he had this one out that he could do? Bruce, are you okay? Shh, shh, don't talk. He just <laughs> to un- shh, don't make eye contact. Shh, shh, shh. He has to unleash his green beans. <laughs> oh, too far. All right. That was, that was Uncalled for. You know, there was a there was a thread uh, on I think it was on Reddit today. It was early concept art. It's not on Imgur. Is that how you say that? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I try not to say it. Okay, I it was Imgur. Imgur. I don't know. Whatever. So I saw Imgur. it on there. It was early concept art of stuff, and one of the things was the abomination from the second Hulk, Hulk movie. It was the Incredible Hulk? Yeah. Did Ang Lee make that one? No, that was he made the first one. So this was the this was the Ed Norton Ed Norton one. Yeah, with uh, uh, Jennifer Connelly. And no, had she was in the Tim first Roth. one. She was in the first one, yeah. Tim, Tim Roth, Roth yeah, yeah, as yeah. the uh, abomination. Anyway, it had all these like concept art for things. And like the, the, the most drastic one was Will Smith and I Am Legend. Uh, you know, it was the way he turned out. That movie changed a lot in concept for an adapted movie. They started with a book, a mm-hmm. novel. They turned it into a movie, and then they completely rewrote the ending of it and everything else. And yeah. Even filmed the whole ending. Did you ever see the alternate ending to I Am Legend? Yeah, I think I have. Since yeah. It's driving off, right? It, no, no, no. It's uh, it's a little bit more. I think the one driving off is like is that the, the current is the current one? Right, the yeah. actual ending. Okay. Yeah, but I don't. I, well, you know, fucking spoilers and all that stuff. Yeah. But anyway, they had a bunch of different concept art and how it evolved over time to the real movie. Abomination was a bit exactly the same. It's like I wonder why it was even included because it was like there's Abomination and then there's Abomination one to one. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's funny. I guess all this movie talks. Make me think about it. Earlier today, you and I were talking about who framed Roger Rabbit because I was uh, it had it on. Hoskins died. Yeah, Bob Hoskins died. I had it on in my office earlier. So I thought this movie came out in 1988. How much money did this movie cost to make? First of all, hold on a second. How did you have who framed Roger Rabbit on in your office? No, there's Netflix on my TV. You tell everyone in this company to never stream fucking movies. I don't say shit. I don't say that. Adam Baird says that. 
I keep, and that was at the old every office. Every fucking meeting, all you say is don't stream movies what, to have everybody. Have I ever said that? I've yeah, never said yeah, that. Yeah, you totally said I've that. I've never said that. I'm, I'm on a... <laughs> oh, God. Joking. <laughs> Here, quick. Oh, whoa. whoa. That was actually really an awesome I've hit. Never, Adam Baird always says that, and that was at the old office when we had limited internet. Now uh, I fucking... I've got, like, fucking I've got Netflix you out on every screen in I front of me. I can't wait for you to get pissed off at how our internet now is clogged, and then we'll play this back to you. <laughs> yeah. I love this time of year because of the pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> you like pumpkin movies. Uh, but... So, fucking throwing me off track. Who framed Roger Rabbit? I was watching it. Okay, I was watching it at home. Are you great happy? Movie. How looks much great. It cost? Uh, so it was. It came out in 1988. 1988. Do you do you want to take a guess? Or you just want me to tell you how much money I'm gonna guess that movie it cost? cost? Forty million. You guess exactly what I guessed. Yeah. Forty million. It was seventy million dollars in wow. 1988. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Adjusted Gavin for inflation Frey. is 135 million dollars. Wow. It was the most expensive movie of the decade. Wow, wow, really? Yeah. Nice. What was nice adjusted for inflation? What was the most expensive movie ever to that Eddie. point in time? Uh, I guess Cleopatra? I, I didn't look that up. Uh, maybe. Yeah. The uh, Everything in that movie is so good, though. The way they have the cartoons holding stuff, like the mm-hmm. like when Roger Rabbit's doing, trying to do a shot of whiskey or something, and it's like in his hand and slushing around. Yeah, they, 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 get, they had like metal arms and wires and stuff. Yeah, and, and I was, just drew I was reading them. the trivia on it, and it talked about how like there's you know a couple of scenes where a, a cartoon actor and a person actor are interacting, and there'll be like a lamp or a light that's like moving, casting light differently across the scene. It's like, and then they might have to match up in the animation, the yeah. light coming across it and everything. Did you read the trivia about when Bob Hoskins grabs Roger by the neck, and uh, the, he got the eyeline wrong? They forgot that Roger was down here, so they have him press up against the the wall so he's taller. Yeah. Because they'd already shot it. So they huh. just have the cartoon, like, fix that error. That's clever. It's awesome. Yeah. I love it. He's not hey, grabbing by the throat. I think he's just yelling at him against a wall. I, I'm surprised that, like, if you took a look at a movie that cost $130 million, that they made a movie starring Bob Hoskins. Yeah. You know, and that was... And Christopher Lloyd, right? Yeah. I mean, Christopher Lloyd was, I think, pretty well known. Wasn't Bob of, Hoskins well known? Yeah, a little it? bit, but not like... I, I read also in the trivia that originally they, were, they wanted to cast Bill Murray as the Bob Hoskins character, mm, but Zemeckis could not get in touch with him. And according to the trivia, you know, who knows if it's true or not. Bill Murray says that he was in a public place when he read that interview with Robert Zemeckis and just started screaming out loud because he would have done the role. <laughs> really? Just couldn't get hold of him. Yeah. Well, but of course, he, Bill Murray can say that in hindsight because the movie was a huge success. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know. We've told the story about Bill Murray and doing Garfield, right? Yeah. On this podcast. <laughs> Tell it again. Fuck it. Yeah, it's been yeah, a long so, time. So Bill Murray, he got a, a script landed on his desk. It was Garfield. And he saw, he saw it was written by Ethan Cohen, you know, the Cohen brothers. And he's like, okay, yeah, anything the Cohen brothers do, I'm going to do. And so he signed on. He signed on to it without even reading. He's like, "Yeah, sure, it's Coen Brothers movie. Of course, I'll do it." Turned out it was actually like Ethan Cohen. Like it's Cohen. It was a different spelling. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the Co- it wasn't you know Joke. the Coen Brothers. It was somebody else. And at that point, he was locked into it. So he's like, <laughs> "Shit!" So he did Whoops. Garfield, and apparently, and then they they tricked him into the sequel. Also, well, apparently, <laughs> he went in and basically saw their script and just, just improvised the whole movie, and they reanimated to everything he improvised for the first movie. And then he said, "I'll do another one if you let me." Like take care of the script first. Like give me the script, I'll rewrite it. They said sure, and they brought him back in, and they were like, "Oh, the script's finished already." And he's like, "God damn it!" So he did it again. <laughs> and so it's yeah. a good movie. Coffee. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't seen it either. But Bill Murray's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. And you know, I don't think like I don't think bad movies really stick to actors. I don't like. I like his actors get older, and they pretty much will do like they just want to work, and they'll do a bunch of different roles. I like that personally. Speaking of people who want to keep working, even though they don't have to. I saw Jerry Seinfeld do stand up 
a couple of days ago. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he still does that. That guy's really funny. Was it funny? I thought funny. about going to it, but I, I wasn't thought, sure if you... I thought his did stuff he do the be... Q&A thing at the end? Mm-mm. Oh, that used to be a big part of his act. He would do a whole Q&A. Oh, no, I, I thought he'd be, you know, 90s funny and wouldn't really be relevant now. Totally fine. He's just like making jokes about the iPhone and stuff like that. He's like totally kept up with everything. <laughs> did he have that, that uh, brick board behind him, like the brick wall behind him? No. And the stool? Is he, is, he, is he just poaching material? <laughs> I like the Gavin's impressed that. that he kept up with like the world, like <laughs> that he didn't just lock himself in his big mansion. I, I thought like humor can become dated. What? And he well, if he did the same jokes for fifteen <laughs> years now, pages right? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with answering machines? <laughs> the uh, payphones. But they said I read a funny thing, which was like how every episode of Seinfeld. The problem, whatever they have, could be solved if they had a cell phone. Yeah. That's it. Like it's like just the fact they didn't have cell phones in the ninety. That literally any problem they had could have been solved in yeah. any episode. In the ninety. In the nineties. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was in the one ninety when they made it. That's the crazy thing about Seinfeld is that's the that's the series. Like you talk about like feeling old. That's the one I always come back to, which is they never made an episode of Seinfeld in the two thousands. Yeah, it went off in yeah, May of ninety eight. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. Like we just, I think just this week is the tenth anniversary of the end of Friends, and yeah, that's crazy to me because that means does that mean Friends, Friends ran, ran for six years after Seinfeld? Yeah, wow. Friends ran through two thousand four. Yeah, it was it was ninety four to two thousand four. Yeah, must have ran a while afterwards. That's mm. uh, that's crazy. Yeah, but you know, uh, Jerry Seinfeld has a really good web series called uh, Comedians Com- in Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah, have you watched any of it? Yeah, it got renewed for like three more seasons already, or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I watched Jerry Seinfeld. I've only seen yeah. a few. I watched him do Larry David, Ricky Gervais, and Howard Stern. They're all pretty funny. And Tina Fey. He makes so much fucking money <laughs> doing from that. that show. No, Seinfeld oh. in syndication. It should just is it like 160 million a year still or something? It made he makes so much money doing it that when it changed times. In New York, like on the local station in New York. In syndication. In syndication. He went on Letterman to promote the, the time change of the syndication <laughs> change in New York. And even Letterman was like, how much money do you make at this point? Aren't you done making money? <laughs> He's got like the, the vault, the 10 by 10. He walks in with a stack, the bricks of money. Like, like so is he one White of the richest style? people in entertainment? Because surprisingly, entertainment isn't always as big money as you'd expect. No, not like business leaders or anything like that. If you look at the like the, the most... Uh, we've talked about this before, like the the most wealthy people, they tend to be like business people yeah. and things. And like Lucas, I mean, look at Lucas. He sold Lucasfilm for $4 billion and then Facebook buys WhatsApp a few years later for 16 to $18 billion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like... Their margin of error is half of what Lucas of what Star Wars was worth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to look at it. Well, wasn't, wasn't Marvel bought by Disney for like $4 billion? It's right there. Four, $4.1 billion and $4.2 billion are Lucas and Marvel. I think yeah. like one of them is $0.1 billion more. Are you excited it's $100 about, million bucks. Are you excited no, about all the new Star Wars stuff coming out? May the 4th was yesterday. I'm trying not to pay too much attention to it. Was no. May the 4th yesterday? I didn't get constantly fucked reminded about that on fucking social media i fucking just stay hate off for the day May the fourth there are certain days on the, the calendar worst day of the year it's really the worst day of the year fucking terrible i was a fucking close second behind <laughs> May the fourth that was a shitty week for it's you a goddamn shitty so week so cinco de mayo has no value in mexican history at all it's, like- it's essentially a celebration in one town in mexico where one battle was fucking held in a goddamn war that Mexico lost. I like that you're so worked up by these two holidays back to back. 
None of them affect your life in any way. <laughs> I have to read just, about it. Just put I have to get a fucking Mylar balloon, balloon next to with a goddamn Mexican flag that says Cinco de Mayo on it. <laughs> it's also Michael's bachelor party. Oh, yeah. That's how we got the piñata. Piñata. We'll get to that later. into the Spanish piñata. We, uh, you have to pronounce it Spanish-like. I guess. What, how, how do you say it? You say piñata? Piñata. Piñata. He get the Enya? What? I say piñata. You have it too. Piñata. Yeah, yeah but you different. Had, you you say like, it. Piñata? Piñata. Yeah, it's, it's piñata. You gotta look like, oh, like, okay, like, at the heavier one. I say piñata. 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 Chicago. Like, are you interested in the Star Wars stuff at all? Like, do you give a shit at all? Yeah, uh, I'm actually really interested in it. Um, what do you think of Chewbacca? Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Chewy? <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's interesting to me that they are getting rid of the expanded universe stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they dropped all only of that. The Not films surprising are at all to me. Uh, but and it's like they 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 have a chance to like really clean house and downplay this midichlorian shit. But when you cut out the expanded universe and you just stick with the films, you got to deal with the midichlorian shit. Well, they only dealt with that in the first movie in Phantom Menace, and they pretty much forgot about. Well, it. Well, they're trying to get away from it. I have uh, fucking forgotten about it. It's been fifteen years. What qualifies as expanded universe? Just anything that's outside of the Lucas produced films and the TV only shows. Canon will be. The movies, the movies, and the Clone Wars, and and, and the Clone and Wars stuff TV from show. This point yes. on, I thought, I thought like games and stuff from this point I on will be so. part of. Canon. I, I could be wrong about that. I didn't hear. I that. thought. See, I thought they wiped out everything before, but now from this point on, it's all going to be in one big universe. And that, that's like, uh, you know, what's a creepy thing to me about the Clone Wars? What <laughs> creepy, thing, creepy thing about the Clone Wars is one of the main characters in that is that Padwan Ashoka. Uh-huh. The, the whatever the I don't the, know what the, the race the, is. The long... Blue and white hair. Yeah, yeah. The creepy thing about that is I know that everybody died after episode three going to a new hope. Like all the Jedi were right. killed except for Ben Order, Kenobi. What, Order seventy six or sixty six. Sixty six. And uh whatever. Not that we know <laughs> that. Nerd. <We're> nerds. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, off camera. So she gets killed in Revenge of the Sith. You see her get killed. Right. Yeah. Like she's on that like flower mushroom planet. She dies under a leaf. She gets she gets wailed on and killed by stormtroopers. What? Right? It's a different Jedi. It's a different Jedi. Okay, I'm glad you said Blaine's Blaine's a Star Wars expert. Off uh, super nerd. Over it was there. funny because I walked in. We were people were decorating their offices here, and I go, Blaine, is this your desk? And he goes, Yeah, bro, fucking Star Wars posters. And I look up, there's three Star Wars posters. I go, Yeah, because nobody else in this fucking company would like Star <laughs> when Wars. I think of Star That's Wars. I think of Blaine. <laughs> really? That's the Blaine thing. Absolutely. I don't think of Lowell's. No. Man, he was humble bragging earlier. Okay, I've got to, I'm going to throw him under the bus a bit here. <laughs> so we've got like this special dedicated area over here, the champagne room with all of our equipment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's off camera over there. Champagne room. Yeah. That's what it's called. And uh, uh, no, you don't have to call it that. We have, we, have the the, kin- we have the kennels and the champagne room. The, uh, the, the gates around it that enclose it don't go all the way to the floor. He's like, oh, I got to get something out of there, but I don't have a key. I can. Is it within arm's reach? Because I can reach my arm under there. Just my chest is too big to get under the thing. I was like, is this some kind of humble brag? You're all like, my my muscular chest can't fit under the. I have a video of Brandon getting under there. Yeah, yeah. He got trapped. Like, almost couldn't breathe when it was right in the middle of his ribs. Like, ah, ah. I should post that. Blaine's <laughs> like, yo, can't fit under the fucking gate. Better go jerk off. <laughs> go back to my normal form. I'm surprised your massive bicep could fit in there. (laughs) But the, uh, yeah, but it always creeped me out because I thought Ashoka got killed. I mean, she eventually does get killed. Yeah, everyone pretty much gets killed. She leaves the Jedi Order. She leaves the Jedi Order. Okay. All right, so so she's safe. That's a fucking cop out. She gets killed in Revenge. How many seasons of Clone Wars have there been? A lot. Six seasons. Hey, so before we get too far away from the topic, I have the Wikipedia page up here. We were talking about. Money and wealth and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. And we talk about most expensive movies ever made. What is the most expensive movie ever made adjusted for inflation? Avatar. I, I want to guess Avatar. Gone with the Wind. 
Titanic. You would be maybe? wrong about Avatar. Wow. It's number eight. Titanic would... Well, what do they list its budget? Incidentally, just out of curiosity. Avatar, they have listed and adjusted as $261 million. Waterworld? <laughs> Waterworld's up there. It is, 266. Wow. It's above that. It's um, number six. Men in Black 3? It is Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. That was... $341 million geez, to make. And they, they filmed that one back to back? On I think they did. I think they wait, did wait, that thing. World's End was... The yeah, third that was, one. That was the third one, yes. Yeah, I thought they filmed two and three back to back. Well, you can't count it then. Right. Oh, yeah. They're also saying Star Wars, Ash is sending me that uh, the Star Wars Rebels TV show that they just started putting out content for, oh. uh, that's going to be canon as well. Okay. Have you read the Expanded Universe stuff for Star Wars? I've read some of it. I read the... They got something in there that's as bad as the midichlorians, I think. The uh, Islarmy? The Islarmy. Yeah, that sucks. That's bullshit. It's like a muskrat <laughs> that blocks the force. It's like a, a ferret. Yeah, I, I love the Admiral Thrawn trilogy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Except for that fucking Islam. And then they have like... And that clone Jedi the, the, the concept of the stormtroopers that have like those rigs around them covered in Islam. Yes. <laughs> to like dampen the force. So That's they like funny. they wrap like Empire, the new Empire people in these like... Muskrats. Ferrets and muskrats. <laughs> and that's how they block the force. They, they make, Well, that's going to stop a lightsaber. I, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> there was no, there was no way to extract it from the animal. They had to just stick the animal to them. There wasn't really much of an explanation. I don't remember. So what's the... This cl- is the, the Timothy Zahn books, yeah. if you're interested. What, what's the issue with the med... What's it? Chlorine? Chlorine? Something? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like you removed the, the, the mysticism from yeah. it. It was like... Oh, it's just something in your blood. Here's a test. You're a Jedi. Oh, you're not a Jedi. It was so like a blood it was transfusion a, can make you a Jedi. I don't know if it makes you a Jedi, but you're more sensitive to the Force. So, but, the, and but being a Jedi is no, being sensitive it's how to the Force. Humans yeah. connect to the Force is via these organisms that live in their bloodstream. That's what a midichlorian yeah. is. There's some weird stuff. That was the name though. of our softball team at the Tech Support Company. Was it? <laughs> yeah, the midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are nuts. But there, there was some weird stuff like Anakin Skywalker was a just a, a virgin birth. Right? That was, there was a lot of there stuff was, in yeah. Episode One where it was just garbage. Yeah, yeah. They cut. should get rid of Episode One completely. Someone, someone did an edit. Someone did a recut the of the first edit. three movies. Where it's like it's basically two movies. Like they took the first and second movie and basically kind of blended them together. Yeah. Where it's like Anakin as a boy, like for like a split second, and then it cuts into to Clone Wars or uh, Attack of the Clones. And so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that first movie you can just forget about. And they killed off such a cool villain. You got Darth Maul, but apparently Darth Maul comes back in the Clone Wars at some point. He's got like he robot legs. Some, yeah. Yeah. Like spider robot legs. He's yeah. in a comic. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Definitely um, like comics. What was I going to say? Something about shitty fucking Phenomist? Ah, fuck it. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, Jar-jar. it sucks. But uh, I'm excited about it. I mean, I I'm a, I, I know I, everybody wants to see them, but I'm actually a little weirded out that they're going to have the old cast in there as, like, yeah. so old. I mean, how much time has passed? Well, isn't it almost, like, one-to-one? It's been, like, 35 years since Jedi in, in, the, in like, their time? Or in the universe time? No, I mean, real time. If you're going one-to-one, it hasn't been quite 35 years, but it's close. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it'll, it'll be damn was, close. It'll be 2016, right? Or oh, I guess, yeah, if you're looking forward, yeah. Yeah, so, it'll be right there. It'll be close enough. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm cool with that. I like the idea. I like it as long as they're not, well, I'd like them to play more of a part than just kind of like a cameo, like a walk-on. Like, hey, look, it's Han Solo. Bye, Han Solo. And he walks away. Is he going to look like he did when he was at the Oscars? I don't know. He's yeah. probably, he probably won't have an earring in. I mean, it'll still be the person, right? <laughs> He looked like Darren Headlights. I wonder how they got him to come back. I think it was something to do with Indiana Jones, wasn't it? 
Like, he wanted to do another Nina Jones, and they said, if you do this, you can have another Nina Jones. Are you fucking shitting me? Oh, my I mean, God. I'm this story's serious. getting worse and worse. I'm, I'm dead serious on that. It was something like that. Like, he wanted to do another Nina Jones, and they said, well, you have to do Star Wars if you do that. The fucking Nina Jones is going to make it this point. Oh, my God. <laughs> he didn't learn his lesson? Or does he want to, the question is, does he want to erase our memory of the last one, or does he want to make another one like that? Well, they got a problem now that Shia LaBeouf has officially retired oh, and yeah. has stopped creating. He's not, in there, he's not famous anymore, right? He's not famous anymore. He's so. in that music video where it is not about. What? Uh, is that from the movie that he's in, Nymphomaniac? I don't know. He was just in some little short film with his knob out and all that. <laughs> <laughs> is it a music video? Was, was it a short film? I don't know. It was just, I think I watched it on mute, so it was hard to tell. <laughs> there we go. Shia LaBeouf, Man, knob I, out. I read an article today about um, Kenny Baker and uh, Anthony Daniels. Apparently they hate each other. What? Like R2-D2 and C-3PO. I totally believe that. They don't like each other. I totally believe that. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It's like, huh, that's They worked funny. together for 10 years, and they worked in the fucking deserts and swamps. I'd be like, fuck yeah. this High-stress situation. What? So. It's a high-stress situation. It's a high-stress situation. In a costume on a movie set? You're in a fucking metal costume yeah. all day. One guy's in a trash can. The other guy's <laughs> essentially in a metal coffin Why do they need a dude him? in that? What? Why do they need a dude in the little... Because they needed something. They needed someone strong enough to control like the servos inside, and they couldn't put a kid in there because they want to be strong enough. I could. Yeah. They probably <laughs> want to get around <laughs> like... Child labor laws, yeah, like the true. kid could only work so long and but stuff like that. I, I read this article, but the, the crazy thing was uh, uh, with da- uh, the C-3PO, his helmet is bolted onto his head. Like, they literally had to, like, bolt it on, so he couldn't just pop it off. Like, they did surgery, and they fucking inserted, well, like, no, no, no. thread? No, the, the, front piece, the, the front piece and the back piece, oh, they bolt together. So, like, if he needed to get out of there, they'd have to get, like, a screwdriver, like a power drill, and get him out. Fuck. That, that yeah, is it's like claustrophobic. No. That would Dude. suck. And you're, shoot, and you're shooting in the Tunisian desert <laughs> yeah, the first week. You start panicking and you have that little like mouth hole. Like, no, nope, no, I'm no. good. I'll that was a story of uh, Robert Llewellyn who played the robot in Red Dwarf. <laughs> his first ever scene was he had to light a cigarette from his finger. That was like one of the things the robot could do. He would light a cigarette for the human character. That's useful. But it was shot at a jacuzzi. And the steam was going everywhere, and the I guess the moisture got into his costume. And whenever they would spark the lighter, he got electrocuted. Oh my god! <laughs> so we're seeing porn on for monitors now. Yeah, we're watching uh, Shia LaBeouf and Huang. No, he still got his knob. No, you missed you missed Huang. it already. Oh, his knob was out. Yeah, it was out. So yeah. what is this? Do we have any context? Is it a, a music video? I, no, you act like I'm playing. Yeah. It. I'm no, I'm, I'm, that's I'm, a that's a safe. No, it's not quite safe for work. No, I'm make a lady up there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Use your imagination there. Yeah, there, there we go. go. When did you see this, Gav? So we're looking at like, some kind it, of short oh, film. Like a year and why did you see shot this? on like a graffiti set. And it's uh, Shayla Booth getting his knob out <laughs> with some girl who looks like she isn't great. They swapped clothes. Oh. oh, there it is. He's getting, <laughs> he's getting his knob back in, I think. God. Who the fuck knows what we're looking at? Dude. I don't know. What a, who the fuck he was knows? in Transformers. He was in three Transformers. Is he in the new one? Movie. No. no, Mark Wahlberg. He was Indiana Jones. He was the he was going to take over the Indiana Jones franchise. And he would have been great. He was like he was a cool character. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He swung through the jungle. That on was vines. ridiculous. But like that sort of era of character, sort of like the like the fifties era. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That, that would have been a cool character. I to thought follow it was around. appropriate as well. Yeah, I did. But the, the movie was ridiculous. The, yeah. We're talking about the Crystal Skull. Why was it more ridiculous than any of the other ones? Be- the ants and all that stuff. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Well, what about the bloody? Face melting in the other one, and then the well, that's like, voodoo that's, crap. That's in the, the wrath one. of God coming down. It's not a bunch of ants coming after you. And God then, can control ants. 
You were just saying. You literally just said two seconds ago that he was swinging through the, the jungle on vines. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So that. There you go. That's my example. What you said. The How enemy, did you get upset about it? The enemy and then five anything. seconds later, you tell me what's wrong with it. The enemy <laughs> could be anything. I, I'll believe it. But a dude swinging from vines is definitely a more effective method of travel than swinging by vines. It was very <laughs> dumb. The whole, that's what I'm saying. It was dumb. That's exactly what I'm agreeing with you. Dumb? The ants were dumb. They were dumb. The ants were dumb. Were so, dumb? so was the whole they, thing. They were dumb. I mean, this, we're talking about the ending of the movie here. If you haven't seen Crystal Skull at this point, is the whole thing with the aliens at the end that was dumb? Yeah, it could have been handled better. I think I thought it was dumb. I was okay with the aliens, but the, the way they handled it was like, mm, I don't know. Like, it's also the worst Lego game. Oh, I just yeah. want to point that out. You, you made some guides out. with JD on that, didn't you? Yeah, way back in the day, JD and I did. We yeah. went and saw uh, when I took JD down to Australia. We took, I took him to see Crystal Skull because even though it was PG thirteen in Australia, it didn't matter. It's like <laughs> no rules, man. Took him to see it. He, he had a little tough time at the end. With they're the, always more. They're always sensitive about different things in other countries when it comes to ratings boards, as compared to the U.S. Like I know the 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 one I was thinking about is an Attack of the Clones. They had to edit a headbutt out in the U.K. release. Really? When you and we uh, we lose our headbutts a lot. Yeah. Every, almost every uh, if you take a movie from the U.S. and a movie from the U.K., they'll sometimes say there's like a twenty or like fifteen second difference. It's just all the headbutts removed. <laughs> Same what? with the Matrix. We lost all the headbutts in the in the fights. <laughs> Why headbutts? Brew. They don't want to encourage kids to butt heads. Okay, they're cool with all the butt weapons heads. and shit. Uh, <laughs> a lot of sex. Do yeah. you, you remember that clip uh, where I guess Ewan McGregor first finds out that they're going to call Episode Two uh, Attack of the Clones? He's like on a red carpet, and uh, he's like, on the red carpet from Moulin Rouge because he's with Nicole Kidman. Right, and then uh, does he laugh it off? Or yeah, something? they they uh, the reporter says, "What do you think about uh, Episode Two being called Attack of the Clones?" He goes, "What." <laughs> and he says again, he just starts laughing and he turns into Cole Kidman. She's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, they're calling the movie Attack of the Clones. <laughs> and then she starts laughing with her hand over her mouth. She goes, no. And it was, it was pretty sad. He might be the best thing from the, the, the new trilogy. Like, he, he was pretty good casting for Obi-Wan, I think. He was good for Obi-Wan, but there was somebody today, I think it was Carrie, was doing like a bunch of uh, Ewan McGregor imitations from Revenge oh. of the Sith, and yeah. it was pretty fucking funny. I mean, it was just, like, how bad some of that dialogue yeah. is. Yeah, and Christopher Lee was pretty good in Attack of the Clones. Like, it's kind of that guy's still alive. But, like, in 3, they just got rid of him. They was like, oh, okay, the thing fell on him. Oh, he's dead. Cap Duke is one of the most, like, what? Like, like frustrating most- characters in any franchise ever, because you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but he's literally the only guy on screen who understands exactly what's going on. Yeah. Which is why he's so confusing. Yeah. The whole goddamn script's confusing. It's, it's make, it makes no sense. He's... A good guy who the good guys think is bad. And he's learning to be a bad guy to be a better good guy. Correct. <laughs> and he has so the whole like plot a- figured out, and then he kills everybody, and then they kill him. And yeah. it's just, it, he's, and he's, he like an undercover Jedi. The character makes no, no he, sense. He was he, a Jedi, yeah, like going undercover as a Sith, basically. But then he discovers that by going undercover, he can protect them, the Jedi, by killing them and stopping what they're doing. Count Dooku's probably one of the worst characters, like, ever written. Yeah. Ever. I mean, it's just, like, it's just nonsensical. And then when you when you distill it down, he's actually the only character that makes any sense. So that's what makes him so fucking frustrating. <laughs> then he fights so, Yoda, and Yoda goes bouncing all over that room. And it's like, I fucking hated that, by the way. It, it I really like, love that so much. Yeah, the idea is like, oh, we're going to see Yoda fight. That's going to be so cool. And then it's like, what? It's, it's just ridiculous. I disagree. I think Yoda fighting was... Totally counter to what Yoda was. I would I would have been happy seeing Yoda fight without lifting a finger. No, like if exactly. this lightsaber would have gone and like done everything he want, like controlled it. That that would have been cool. You. Yeah, that but him you. bouncing around and stuff. I was like, oh god damn it! You know, it's I don't like it. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like him him fighting uh, uh what Sidious throwing shit at each other in the the council room and stuff is too much. 
Hey, since we're talking about movies, can I talk about something that really struck me as funny this week? Let's do it. Go for it. So the new Godzilla trailer came out, and then there's an Asian Godzilla trailer came out. And the people in Japan are really upset because they think that Godzilla, since he's come to America, has gotten fat. (laughs) 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 They don't like fat Godzilla. They've been really upset by it. I sent some pictures of them. Like, yeah, fat they, shaming. The yeah, yeah, Japanese people are fat shaming Godzilla That's now. one of the most ridiculous headlines I've ever seen in my life. That's awesome. There's a great one of like Godzilla. It's like a side view and he just looks like a big chub. <laughs> He's eating too many like irradiated apple pies. Yeah. Yeah. Giant apple pies I'm and cheeseburgers. How, I'm just going to how many like monsters are in this thing. Like, like if you watch a trailer, there are clearly go- like monsters that are not Godzilla in that. Like, there's what? flying ones. Yeah, yeah, there are hints as well. There's if you look at some of the monitors, there's like hints of, of Mothra. There's, there's, uh, there's, at, there's at least hints for three other monsters. I oh believe. no, shit! Yeah. What was the name of the little? They kind of have to after Pacific Rim. They kind of have to. Yeah, keep it down. One in the cartoon, there was like a mini Godzilla. Who Godzuki. Was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look at you. It's it's the son of Godzilla. Because the credits would be like Godzilla, and they'd be like Godzilla. <laughs> and he can blow smoke rings. He yeah, was like, he'd like fly in and do a little somersault on the boat. He was like a shitty version of Godzilla. And, and did you hear also that I guess the the previous Godzilla movie, the one with Matthew Matthew Broderick, that Godzilla has been reclassified, so it's not a Godzilla monster. Correct. It is a Zilla. Zilla. Right. Huh. And they, they're a, disowning that movie. Right. So it's like is that alternate universe kind of thing. Yeah, that, that, is a, that is a fat. That is a, that is a middle age midlife crisis <laughs> buying a convertible. Dating a little Godzilla half of his age, <laughs> American Godzilla Let's right there. Let's see him again. I want to see Big Fat Godzilla. No, I love him. <laughs> so, okay, so is, is the new Godzilla, it. It, does the art, does the Matthew Broderick Godzilla exist in this universe, Godzilla? No. Okay, no. so at the end of that disowned. movie, an egg hatched, didn't it? Oh, sequel. Remember that? Right at the end of the old Godzilla movie? Yeah, I watched oh, that movie it? once. Yeah, yeah that would be Just Pacific like a hatching Rim. egg after the credits. I just don't know how the same company, Legendary, can go from making Pacific Rim one summer and then make a Godzilla movie the next <laughs> summer. Like, I don't know how they go back into pitch meetings to say, we just made a movie that was all about giant robots fighting a bunch of Godzillas. Oh, let's just take out all the robots and most of the monsters and we'll just make one big lizard. But we have Brian Cranston and the dude from uh, Inception. So, let's and do it. And the dude from Inception. Who? Christopher Nolan? No, 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 no. The, 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 the Asian dude from Inception who, who hires oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget, I forget yeah, the actor's so, uh, name. Obviously Ken a huge Watanabe? box yeah, office Watanabe. draw. Ken Watanabe. There you go. <laughs> What's another Ken Watanabe movie that you've gone to see? I've seen a lot of his movies, actually. I cannot remember a single <laughs> one right now. Normally when you name people, it's because they would be a reason to go see the movie. I'm not going to line he up. He had all of... Last Samurai. That movie sucked. <laughs> he had Less all samurai. of the exposition in Inception, and I couldn't understand a word he said. <laughs> like his accent, or just yeah. it was a really head. fierce accent. He was like describing the whole situation and I, stuff, and I was like, "How do you say Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't have exposition? He's sitting in that in that cafe telling uh, the girl from Last of Us everything that happened." Ellen Page, Ellen Page, thank Ken you. Batman Begins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a Batman Begins. Letters from Iwo Jima. I fucking can I tell you? Hated Batman Begins. Really? Hated the whole like uh, what's his name? Fuzz Roda. Ross Al Ghul. Ross Al Ghul. Liam Neeson's? Man, I love Liam Neeson's. He's the uh, the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Ross Al Ghul is like a character I never really appreciated. And I don't like Scarecrow either. And what, oh, I thought what, they handled Scarecrow well. They they definitely handled him well. That movie begins, I thought it was the best one of that trilogy. Oh, oh man. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. The fucking Joker? Uh, Dark Knight was like a week long. You're a, you're a maniac. Crazy no, I, I thought Batman Begins went on too long. Like the fucking like train shit at the end. Like yeah. the train thing makes no sense. It was like thirty minutes too long. Why did they put the microwave device on the train? Why not just hit the city with the microwave device? It didn't. Like, it was too much. I just like the origins to, of it. to the tower because the tower just, would set it off to everything. It was too much. The train was too much. Yeah. Was too I just much. I think I just like an origin story. 
Good lord, you must love every fucking American superhero movie ever then. <laughs> Let's make another Superman movie. Yeah. God, unbelievable. Well, they got, they got what's his name? Ben Affleck being Bruce Wayne in the next uh, Superman versus Batman he movie or whatever got, it's called. Did Fine's you see an Oscar that headline? Winner, for Christ's sake. Two-time Sorry? Oscar winner. He got, they stopped him from playing blackjack at a casino in Vegas. Yeah, he was counting cards. Yeah, I want to say it was the they, Hard Rock. Yeah, there was the Hard Rock. They said he was doing too good. They can't prove he's counting cards. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, said, can, they can just borrow him. They said yeah. he's too good and he's no longer allowed to play blackjack at the uh, at the Hard Rock. We got <laughs> Joel and I got like booted from MGM for Joel for counting cards. Oh, yeah. really? It's not illegal. You just like after a while, if you're too good at it, they go like get out. There's yeah. nothing illegal about it. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you'll, you'll be taken to an alley and just. <laughs> dude, there was like, there, this dude was like a five foot four Italian dude in a suit, and he stood there. He was so fucking intimidating. He stood right beside us at the blackjack table, and. Uh, then eventually Joel goes, I'm going to cash out. And the guy, the guy goes, I think that's a good idea. Thank you for visiting the MGM. And like just like, <laughs> like walked with us. It's a different world to me. That What's that? Just like etiquette and all that stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's more like craps. You can't, you, can't, you can't be intimidating craps. Did you see, uh, I guess they're building like a new event center between New York, New York and the Monte Carlo? No. Uh, they're building like a 20,000 person. So they're building it in front of the Monte Carlo, essentially, because the Monte Carlo is like 800 feet back off the strip. Right, but you know there's all like that fake Brooklyn Bridge shit? Yeah. Fake? Outside, it's not real? <laughs> yeah, outside of New York, New York, like, all, all that of that got demolished. New York shit. Really? And that's where they're putting it, right there. Huh. So yeah, essentially in front of Monte Carlo and on top of the Brooklyn Bridge. We got a friend who fucking hates Vegas with a passion. Hates it. Wait, and who hates Vegas? Joel Bush hates it. Uh, so Joel, it. Joel fucking loves Vegas. And he but. talked about how he, he hates the fakeness of it and the extravagance of it. Um, he's actually very much like like they're, him and Joel Hamer are very much in line with each other. Like every time Joel tweets about gold, Joel Bush is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking <laughs> collapse, <laughs> collapse. <laughs> Tell me some more. But he went to uh, he went to the to the what's the the French word Paris? He went to Paris uh, casino, and he was in the mall where they had like the sky painted on oh, the yeah. roof. And he like goes to like the shitty French restaurant, and it's inside the casino with the sky paint on the roof. And he said he wants a table, and they go for two, and they go, "Do you want indoors or outdoors?" And he goes, "I'm leaving." <laughs> 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 they considered in the mall, but outside the building, under the painted sky, that was outdoors to them. That's fucking that's, funny. That's, that's fun. what they considered. <laughs> they, they they do that like uh, at Paris and also at the Venetian. They got that fucking those fucking gondolas and yeah, yeah. all that shit. And that you... fucking blue water that you only see at amusement parks. It's like they just dye it blue. Or you see it in toilets. It's yeah. gross. other place you see it sometimes. It's super gross. Super. Why don't they just like super chlorinate it? Would that be? They probably smell. Yeah, they irritate people's eyes. I guess so. I like the smell of chlorine. You or don't. Well, you do. What I do? I love the smell of chlorine. Uh, it gives me tummy funnies. <laughs> you want tummy, to talk tummy funnies. Like, you go to the doctor. He's like, Mister Free. It's hard to tell you. You've got tummy funnies. <laughs> I was always crap at swimming when I was a kid. Our school used to take us swimming all the time. So that waft of chlorine when I went in, it it used to make me nervous as a kid. And I'd be so like, you have anxiety? Yeah, it, like it brings back horrible smell memories. But you of, love to go swimming. I love swimming. Yeah, I can swim. So the pool, the pool that you guys go to, like you were swimming this weekend, yeah, yeah that has chlorine in it. I'm assuming it does. Yeah, do you have to go through like, I think like it's more of an in, down? It gets trapped when it's an indoor pool. It gets sort of yeah. stuck in the walls. Okay. I fucking love yeah, it. So you don't like walls. indoor chlorine smell, but you're okay with no. Outdoor. He, he's just saying he does like chlorine really smell, smell, but it gets outdoors. concentrated. Okay. Yeah. okay, you know that. Blaine was there. I, you know, I don't like. <laughs> you ever been to hey. steam room? Yeah, yeah. I hate that. That's yeah. I can't stand that. Like that dry but wet smell. It's just like. Ugh. It smells like old naked dudes. That's what it smells like to me. It's like exactly old, what it smells like. Here, let me, let me. Wait, hold on one second. Uh, though. I want to say something. We, so we were, this is tying a bunch, bunch of thoughts here. We were at the pool. We sat out by the pool all weekend because it was Ashley's birthday. Great so weekend. We fucking it hung out. Happy birthday. Fucking just hung out and did nothing. But we have a problem in that 
we have so much ivy around the backyard that like bugs get in there. Especially like there's a, there's a roving band of wasps that I'm gonna fucking kill eventually. Roving. But every summer they move, and I think I've killed them, and they were back again. And they were buzzing around. I splashed one down. I actually got a splash on a wasp and got it to go to hit the ground. I stepped on him. And Ashley pointed out, she said, what would it be like to be that small and, like, attack something our size and do that? And I said, well, that's basically what we do with Godzilla. Exactly. So, like, we were talking about, like, Godzilla, like, like a uh, wasp has a stinger, and I would sing it. But then it struck me as funny because people are scared shitless of bugs. So what if Godzilla was like exactly like a person, and when it saw humans, it was like <laughs> it, did, it did this number like, like knocking down buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Godzilla's like an aerosol can. He like shakes and sprays all the people walking around. Yeah. Yeah. That's what his breath weapon is. It's like oh. he's got like powdery like pores on top of like you know main yeah, he buildings. He finally and smashes stuff. a human and then looks at it. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like looking at the bottom of his foot. Like, oh, or like the fucking tank, the tank rolls up and Godzilla takes and puts a cup over it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'll deal with that later. <laughs> then he goes to sleep and the cup's just moving around. <laughs> or he's like, he puts a book on top of it. There's a wet spot on my tank. Is there's going. a wet spot on my floor every morning when I wake up. Right there, I think it's those damn humans. <laughs> I saw them in the carpet. <laughs> I would make great money if that was the first scene in the new Godzilla. He what? comes out of the ocean. And a fucking jet flies by him, and he goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Or the jet's like a stupid wasp and just like flies into you, and like it doesn't know. He goes up to like, other giant monsters. Is it on me? Is it on me? Where did he go? Flies into his ear. And he's like, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, uh. Would you? How weird that would you be if bugs were tiny humans? <laughs> And you could crush him and like <laughs> they would have like all of the human guts, so it'd be like a perfect human. Oh, that'd crush be horrible! Him, but it would just be a really tiny like load of intestines and goop. Would you ever be able to crush one? <laughs> you have to yell at you and shit. That'd be terrible. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. Be well, able to I'd seen the Mars attacks. I just think where I catch him on the- a newspaper and put him outside. That's what I would do <laughs> with the tiny little humans. If you had a little mound of them in your backyard, like an ant mound with all those humans, they were fucking yelling. <laughs> it's, like, it's, a, it's like a condo in your backyard, like a mountain condo. <laughs> they would, they would, honestly, though, humans would be the worst pest to have. Especially small ones. Oh, they would be bitching about everything. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like... You're trying to steal all your food. They'd have their own, like, social media. <laughs> They'll be tweeting about what an asshole you are. That's really funny. Oh, man. Have you ever tried to make bugs fight? No. <laughs> no. I used to microwave mosquitoes. Is that legal? Yeah, I used, to, I used to like get a bunch of ants and then bung a spider in there. See what happens. No, oh Jack, God. it's illegal. The police show up if you if you rig an ant versus spider fight. It's got to be at least eight ants to the spider. I was going like dog fights are clearly illegal. Cock fighting is legal. Why, like why why is it okay if pests fight each other? Because no one likes pests. Like yeah. vermin fights. They're called pests. Yeah, it's actually a good point. Like, when does it get too small where nobody can? Is, is it a size thing? Well, yeah. Well, there's like like for example, uh, I just learned about something I didn't uh, called a hummingbird moth. That's it's a bug, but it looks like a hummingbird, and it's like this big. I mean, it's like fat, and it's like that looks like a bird. Like I could never squash it. Is, is it the American version of Mothra? All uh, fat. It's, it's big. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You would never squash a bird. Yeah, exactly. Like a bird's off limits, yeah, but a moth you could squash. Yeah, a moth are you like bad at it. Like this, I wouldn't touch because like I feel like oh that thing is too big for me to mess with. Like, but there are lots of moths that are bigger than birds. So that's it's weird though. It's like hmm, I watched like, a bird die on TV once. <laughs> What does that even mean? No, I was just thinking about terrible things that happen in nature. There was a duck, and it had like four ducklings, and then there was this little, little runt duckling at the oh, back. No. Oh no. Couldn't really keep up, so like they would all swim along, and then the little runt would be like, 
and it wouldn't be able to keep up. And they kept having to wait. In the end, the, the daddy duck just swam around, pecked it to death, and they carried on. It was just floating. Wow. You saw this on TV? Yeah, it was like on, uh, I don't know, David Attenborough or something. Harsh. That's it was real. really harsh. I was really sad. It was just floating. We probably got to do that to make sure all the other ones live, right? Yeah, I guess so. Just nip it in the bud. Man, we've got five birds on my back porch right now. Like, we've, I've been watching this nest. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. really funny. It's okay. It's like a nest and it had five eggs in it. It's like, you know, Katie and I have been watching this thing. It's like, I'm terrified that we're going to look up and there's only going to be four birds. Like, what happened to the other one? Sure enough, all five birds hatched and, like, they're now getting big to the point where they barely can fit anymore. Now we're terrified we're going to walk outside and one's going to be on the ground because, like, this can't fit in together. Why don't you build a safety net? Like, get, like, a table tennis net I've seen, I've seen and rig it up under it. I was thinking of taking, like, an umbrella and turning it upside down or something. So, like, if they do fall, they only fall, like, a foot as opposed to, you know, from but the top. If you make of the a table tennis net, you can make it really taut. So, if they hit it, they just bounce right back into the nest. <laughs> like, oh, problem solved. Boy, they can help but, teach them how to fly. They fucking hit it and take off. Dude, nothing is cuter than baby birds, though. Man, that baby is birds awesome. are they birds are so gross. They look disgusting. That noise is gross. Like, like every little animal is cute, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But I guess we're all supposed yeah. to identify that we like them, and that hopefully their cuteness is their defense. Baby birds, the one exception. They're fucking disgusting. You've so seen a baby owl. <laughs> what? You've seen a baby owl. No, I can't imagine. <laughs> You've seen an owl without its feathers? Yeah, that's pretty gross. Gross. <laughs> In fact, I, th- uh, I don't know if you saw. I think uh, Dustin saved a baby bird outside of our studio earlier today. I have no idea where that. I have no idea where the hell it is. Oh, man. But anyway, yeah, so now like we're selling our house, too, which is a whole other thing I'll get into later. But it's like I don't want to take down the nest, but I need to, like, paint the pole they're on. And, like, they're, you know, paint the a- nest. <laughs> I'm going to paint the it's nest with paint. birds in it. No, I, I don't do that. I don't want to get all the fumes up there. Like, that's terrible. It might so. be an evolutionary advantage. <laughs> just a used to paint, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Here, let me, let me read this. Out. All right. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by ProFlowers. Uh, I'm sure you got in trouble as a kid, you know, whether it's putting a cat in the freezer, ooh, uh, coloring the couch, drawing on walls, you know, blaming someone else for it. Uh, you can laugh about it now, but I'm sure your mom is still pissed off about it. <laughs> so thank her for putting up with your shenanigans with a beautiful 100 Blooms bouquet plus a free glass vase from ProFlowers.com for just $19.99. You can upgrade to 100 Blooms with a pink vase and chocolates for just $9.99 more. Use code TEETH to get this special price on your Mother's Day order. Order now while supplies last. Uh, Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last a full week or your money back. The freshly picked bouquets, perfect for Mother's Day. Ordering is easy. Pick your delivery date and it's guaranteed. Um, the only way to get this deal is to go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the top right corner, and type code TEETH. It's proflowers.com, click the blue microphone, and type TEETH. This deal expires Friday at midnight, so make sure you get your order in today. Mother's Day is this weekend. Do not forget. Pause the podcast, please, and just order the flowers. Be nice to your mother. Be nice to My mom put up with a lot of shit that I did. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, mom. (laughs) Uh, Well, the least you can do is get her a hundred blooms bouquet. Get her, get her some flowers, please. From proflowers. Um, yeah, I was, I was like, I was really bad at procrastinating about stuff when I was a kid. Like, you know, you get science projects as a kid. It's like, you got four weeks to put this together at the Gavin Free mentality. Like the day before it's due, I'm like, oh shit, I better get started on that. Like, hey, mom, can you buy like this huge list of supplies? Like, where's the- I lived in a small town. I was like, where am I going to get all this stuff? Like, I don't know. I got a project due tomorrow. <laughs> that was like the thing I did that I always got in trouble for. Nice. Yeah, I used to do that with food tech where you had to cook something at school and bring in all the ingredients. Day before. You bring in the ingredients for that, huh? Yeah. I don't think we'd do that. I think yeah. they had that all that stuff ready. But I was the same way. I was like, the number of projects that my mother went out. It's like if my kids did that to me today, I would, I would choke them. Yeah. <laughs> be like, 
I'd be like, uh, going out the last minute, but I would still do it anyway. It's weird, man. It's really weird. Yeah, you do it. You'd be mad. I, I know my mom was mad. It wouldn't buy me any flowers. I'll put it that way. Yeah. So I sent a I sent a great um, image to Patrick, which we'll see if he can get up here in a second. But yeah. But uh, it was in our what's that? They're talking to each other. Oh, I got it. So <laughs> this is kind of a weird thing now. Oh, is this? <laughs> So somebody sent us Godzilla, Godzilla slimming down. He's eating nature box. <laughs> that was appropriate. They thought your ad read coming up. In time for summer. Yeah. So he's, he's slimming down. That's really Lift funny. some weights. Fit for RTX. Um, when, that Godzilla movie comes out at the end of this month, I think. It's like end of May. Is it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to – I want to see Neighbors because we did some stuff they, for South by Southwest. They're promoting the hell out of that they movie. The, the commercials all look really funny for it. It looks pretty fucking funny, I got to say. The, uh, I, I can't imagine, I've Rogan. never in my life said, I want to see a Zac Efron movie. Yeah, but it's different. It's a Seth Rogen movie, and they just put Zac Efron in it. It seems perfect for that role, too, because yeah, he abs- plays a frat guy. Absolutely. Said, but there's something else coming out that I really want to see. I can't remember what the fuck it is now. The X-Men movie's coming out? They just named the Hobbit movie. It's now called yeah. The Battle of Five Armies. They just went with the mm. most obvious name, basically. Adam Sandler movie? What's that? Is Blended? that the one you're looking forward to? No. Which one? No. Is it? <laughs> I'm just one? trying to think of movies that He's, come out. Uh, it's a movie with Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore. They are dating, then they break up, and then they go. They each independently decide to go on a holiday to an exotic location, and they both end up like somewhere in Africa with their families, and they bump into each other. So and who was it? It's for Game Show Marshall. you for telling me the story. Who was it that was right. telling me about how you were talking about 51st dates? <laughs> and, then someone, and then someone wrote it as 51st. As yeah, someone's 51st. 51st. They love 51st dates. I was like, <laughs> 51st dates. Yeah, five one. You can't yeah. even say it because like the, the the mistake is so pure. Yeah, that you can't even say it. So what are the big tentpole movies this summer? Like uh, you can Guardians say Cap- of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, that's in August. Captain a, America already came out. The Sin City sequel comes out. Uh, this what do you call it? A tentpole? It's a big movie. I think. I guess so. Uh, lo- local Austin director. Yeah, uh, it was pro- probably filmed. You know, two hundred feet over, right that over there. Um, God, I just looked earlier today. There was another one I was thinking about. This is the X Men movie? Because you know, I'm not looking forward to Guardians uh, Days of the Galaxy. Future Past. Godzilla. Um, Fuck, I was just what's that, what's that weird Johnny Depp movie? Transcendence. With, it just went. It just already. It's already out. It's, it's out already. Yeah. yeah. That that one went way under the radar for me. I haven't heard anything about that. So did the three hundred sequel. Yeah. Yeah. That one like a lot of stuff is like it's all different. <laughs> Gus is upset because Gavin's bouncing his leg. Please stop. <laughs> do it I don't know what. It, what it, hundred the, the, the 51st date thing that error remind me of something that's like I don't know why but like. When a mistake is like a lot of people make it, but then it becomes like the mistake becomes more common than the actual proper use of the word. Like years ago, we talked about defiantly on Twitter. If you look up the word defiantly, it's 100% of the time it's used incorrectly. Right. Yeah. People are trying to spell definitely, misspelling it, and then ending up with the word defiantly and exited instead of excited. <laughs> the new quiet, one quiet is – Quiet also. You get messed up too. Gavin, you are the youngest person here. I want you to spell for me the word woe. Just spell the word whoa. Like you're on a horse, you want it to stop, or you're like in a conversation, you go, whoa. W-H-O-A. Somehow along the way, people started spelling whoa as W-O-A-H. Whoa. Incorrect. It is completely incorrect, and people spell, (laughs) like, there it is. And it's like, it bugs the shit out of me. It really bugs the shit out of me. Whoa, that guy misspelled whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Anyway, it's funny because when you look it up, uh, when you look it up uh, online, like whoa, it's like misspellings of whoa. It's but like whoa isn't really a real word. It totally is it's a more real of a word. noise. That word's been around for centuries. Whoa L is a noise. Is it what? Yeah. All right. 
I mean, woe is an travel. interesting word because it's a command for stop, but it's not a verb. Like, I woed that, you know, or something yeah. like that. It's actually an actual direct command telling you to stop. So it's a pretty unique word. But yeah, it's does it word, mean stop? It's a word that's been around forever. Like, we tell a horse, whoa. whoa. The origin is 1615 and 1625. Dialectical, dialectal, weird, dialectal variant of ho. Of ho? H-O. Whatever. Sure. All these Wayward bitches and all these woes? Okay, that, that added nothing to the discussion at all. Although, there's something really cool, which is now when you look stuff up on Google, I got woes it in different gives you codes. the <laughs> etymological breakdown of the word. I love that. Yeah. That's a new thing they've added. Yeah, I think so. Is that what you're looking at? The little chart that mm-hmm. breaks it down? That's fucking badass. So if you want to know like, where a word came from, just look up a word. And like Google, when you looked up like how many ounces are in a cup, it'll go... I'm just going to tell you it instead of giving you a page yeah, that tells yeah. you. Now, when you try to look up a word, it gives you like the same breakout. Google gives you like the the etymology of the word and where it came from. Same Fucking with currency; word. it just does it right there, and it even shows you a graph of like the up and downs of the currency. How happy you're about to buy a house? Yeah, gonna, you're, you're in the market. I didn't for a think house. I could buy one because I'm not properly here, am I? I'm you just, got money. Don't you you are properly here. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. You are in the country legally and properly. You just yeah, mean you're like, not a I citizen. Have a, I have a work visa. I'm not a resident of this country, Doug, but I can buy a house for some reason. I would argue that you are a resident because you live here, but you're not a citizen, right? Is that what you're I'm saying? I'm not a resident. Is that officially not a, a resident? resident? I'm a resident of the UK working in the US. Okay. You don't, you don't have like a resident Gavin, alien card. let nope. me tell you something. People that live outside the US buy stuff in the US all the fucking time. I think time. it's funny. What I might try and do is uh, get a bunch of my British friends just to buy... The land around me, and we'll just slowly take the country back. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome idea. Yeah, I still love be it. paying taxes to America, though. So. Yeah, but everyone will all of a sudden be like, "Why is everyone speaking all British over there?" <laughs> speaking British. <laughs> be awesome if you had like a instead of like a little Tokyo or a little Italy, you got like yeah. little London, little Britain, little Britain. <laughs> great TV show that was. The fish and chip shop. Over it was there. Okay. That'd be great. That was not, that was not a great one. Little Britain. That was not a great one. You know there is a little Britain island, isn't there? It's Great you tell Britain me? and then Little Britain. Hey, what's your deal with that Argentinian island that you guys go ape shit over? Like, you guys have given up all your colonies, basically. Like, you're just like, yeah, fuck it. Can take that one back. Here's Hong Kong. That expired, and you gave that back. But the island, the Falkland Islands down in Argentina, you guys fight over that fucking thing all the Same time. Same with the Rock of Gibraltar. We won't give that back to the Spanish. And you're like, fuck it. We're czars. It's a great, it's a great tactical location. In case you go to war with Spain. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I think it's like a choke point for the Mediterranean, right? I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Out of the Mediterranean, it's choke a, point for what though? Ships. Okay, what, what century is this? I mean, the, like, what, the, you think people rock, don't use ships anymore? Yeah, but I don't think. I think the the way you block that is you don't need the fucking rock. You just get a massive battleship and park it. That's gonna be way better than what are you gonna do? Roll cannons up to the top <laughs> of, the, of Gibraltar? Put yeah. a catapult up there? You can't sink a rock. You can't sink a rock, but what the fuck are they going to do up there? We have ballistic missiles that can go across three continents and hit shit. What are they worried about you a rock? You dig into the rock. You bury yourself in the rock. Give the fucking the, the, rock You get back. buried by no. the rock when, just, just when the rockets hit it. That's no, tradition. No. I'm with you. Keep what are you going to put on the rock that's going to give you a tactical advantage? It's just a port. It's, it's useful. I'm asking how. I'm asking you. When people have drones and ICBMs... You fucking shoot them down. You how? put a big gun on top of that rock. <laughs> this is it. Tell me this big gun. What do you, what do you, what do you put they up there? They have drones that shoot down missiles. I guess you can put a battery of missiles up there. Right, but missiles put and on a guns to ship. shoot missiles put down. Put the fucking ship out there. Why is you in this giant you ship? The ship with the rock. Yeah, it's the like ship? rock, paper, scissors. Rock beats boat. <laughs> rock beats Come ship. on, man. You can sink a, you ever sink a, a boat with a rock? It's the same, same concept. Do you read that? They, they figured out rock, paper, scissors. 
What does that mean? <laughs> they, figured they, uh, out, they figured out rock, paper, scissors. Like how to win. Thank God the, we have that fucking mystery solved. Like how to win all the time. People who win repeat, and people who lose do a different one. So by using that, you can always win. Let's try it. <laughs> you use your strategy. I use my strategy. Once they publish a strategy for those kind of games, though, doesn't it immediately become void? Well, like how you can always win, win uh, noughts and crosses. What is noughts and crosses? Axis Tic-tac-toe. and nose? Okay. <laughs> well, I said X's nose, which is not even a game that anybody <laughs> plays. Why is it called tic-tac-toe? I don't know. We don't know. That's what we were taught. There's only two of them. There's tic and tac. But you get three across. Tic-tac-toe. Oh. Line. Fair play? I don't, I don't think that is fair play. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did you did you see the Jeremy Clarkson thing that's gone down? Who's yeah. Jeremy Clarkson? Jer- I said Jeremy. What? I, I'm speaking normally. You keep trying to catch me in some mispronunciation. Jeremy Clarkson. You did hum- say the 1990s wrong earlier. What? In his defense, I did not. You just can't fucking hear over there. What? You're far away. What? Exactly. Pinata. Jeremy Clarkson is once again under fire for a racial slur. Happens to him quite a lot. Does it? It does it? Yeah, he's been uh, reprimanded. He's in the, the past. guy that hosts of Top Gear. Yeah, still hosts Top Gear. Yeah. He's like the most valuable thing to the BBC. Is it true? More valuable than the Queen? What's the Queen got to do with the BBC? Uh, I figure well, she runs the country. What about, like, <laughs> what about Doctor Who? I think that's got to be up there. Yeah. What is the more popular show globally? Top Gear or Doctor Who? Top, like top, top gear, gear by a mile. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. There's it's a, it's saw, one of the most popular shows in the world. I started watching Doctor Who. It's, it's okay. Can I say, I've never seen, I've never seen an episode of Top Gear. It looks no. cheap. Really? Yeah. You know, Top, Gear looks, Top Gear looks completely staged to me. Like, I've seen clips from it, and they all look staged. It is staged. It's an entertainment show. Yeah, I know, but it's just like, I, but it's not presented like a staged show. No. Well, yeah. just not intentionally, but just But I totally, I totally see when they do it. Like, it just seems like gags that they wrote and then went out and shot as though they really happened. That's the way I, that's my experience with Top Gear. Yeah, I, know lot, I understand people really like the show. A lot of it is, is planned, but it's funny still. There you go. I mean, maybe not still. I haven't God. watched it in like five years. The Reliant Robin episode, did you see that? That's the little, the, the trike car. Where it has three wheel car. Yeah, it's a three wheel car. It's a small little wheel in the front and two normal wheels in the back. Right. It's seven minutes of the funniest TV I've ever seen and in my life. And him just falling over. Yeah, <laughs> I love the one where he's got the helmet car too, where he's like, like he like gets into it. Not, not like he's, you know, like he's putting on a scuba suit almost. And yeah. that one, he's like, yeah. and it's going like a mile an hour. Well, he also, didn't he, was it Clarkson who got in the, the mini and flipped it? Like they went into an actual pipe? And he went back and forth and actually rolled it inside the Oh, pipe I didn't see that. And actually landed and kept going. They do a surprising wow. amount of stunts themselves. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, well, that, that three-wheel car you're talking about, he kept rolling it onto his side <laughs> yeah. on his shoulder. And then he'd open his door to, to like, set it right back <laughs> up. Yeah. That's just a shot of him. It's in the car, and all that's going past the window <laughs> is the ground. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's an old dude, too. Yeah, he's 50s, 60s. But he 50s? was choosing between cars. And he was doing the Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo nursery rhyme. And the classic version of that, they use the N-word, whereas in America, we always learned to catch a tiger by yeah. its toe. I heard Tigger. Huh. No? Tiger. You say Tigger? In England, that's what we say on the playground, that. Tigger? It's just a... I've always wh- heard Tiger. Tiger. A little yeah, modification. Tiger. You, you pronounce them as tigers, right? I mean, the actual animal? Yeah. Okay. We're talking Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Makes, totally, totally makes sense. But uh, anyway, and he didn't, but I watched the clip. He didn't fucking say it. He didn't say okay, it. By his own admission, he said he heard it. He, he what? He said he rewatched he said the clip he, and heard he it. He said it sounded like he'd said it. Because the mumble was too close to... I guess he didn't mumble hard enough. He didn't like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, oh, that's crazy to me. Didn't mumble he, hard enough. They, the BBC always very publicly yell at him. And it's like, last chance, Clarkson. But they need him so much that they'll never get rid of him. He's, he's untouchable. Yeah. I didn't think, think it was worthy of all that, that level of hubbub. 
Hmm. Have you have you up on all the like recent scandals on the internet? Uh, not on all of them. <laughs> There's so many. Like the black milk one. Do you know black? Yeah, milk? what's going on with that? I've I, seen people freaking out about it. I have no idea what they that made, is. They like an anti-female or anti-nerd female picture, it and was, it really upset people. And then they had a social media response that was like just stoking the fires. Yeah, people. also it's like that image that they made like goes against like what they list as like their core principles as a company, uh-huh. which was like you know don't make fun of other people and you know be excellent to other people when they're trying stuff and yeah. It just, it was just bullshit, and they and they they started deleting posts of people who were disagreeing with them. That never works. Yeah, it was bad. Man, the internet has gotten so sensitive lately. I don't know what it is, but like the past year and a half, two years, the internet has really gotten touchy. I went through a period uh, when I was in college, and it was in the early mid nineties, uh, the PC era, when it was everything was po- like political correctness was an actual movement. It wasn't like people say, "Oh, you're so PC," and now it sounds like a negative thing. There was actually a point in time where people tried to be more PC, like it was actively pushed on people as part of the curriculum to be more politically correct and uh yeah it was crazy that uh, this reminds me the where we are now reminds me a lot of that period where like basically all discourse is slowly becoming off limits like we're literally telling people they can't say things that you know that those things cannot be said but it's just, i think it's just social media yeah i think people especially like when uh somebody goes after a company and the company responds in social media completely completely and totally well, you'll see stuff too like like on tumblr especially you see people like Everyone has to have a label, and that's one thing that drives me crazy. Like if, like, like being, I, I would be a cis heterosexual, like self determined male. A, a cis is basically if you are a, like if you're a man who likes women and you represent yourself as a man. I think I, I'm probably wrong on that. I'm Does sure. Cis stand for something? I don't know. It's CIS. But I, but then like people use that as like a slur. It's weird, but it's like, but like everyone seems like they need to have a label, and it's like I thought the whole idea was we don't label people; like everyone is just a human. Well, I don't. I always hear that about Tumblr, but I never really go on Tumblr, so I can't really talk the, about it. it there, there's some strange stuff. on CIS, there. you said. Yeah. What does CIS? Mean? I avoid Tumblr like the plague. I'm not interested in any of that. There's, well, there's some, I'm not interested in anything that anyone has to say. There's on some Tumblr. amazing art on there. I'll give them that much. Like you got some great <laughs> art. If this is denoting or relating to a molecular structure, that's in which probably not two it. particular <laughs> atoms or groups lie on the same side. No, Maybe that's not what you that's, meant. That's not it. No, but yeah, it's, it's stuff like that where it's like I just don't get it. I don't. I don't understand what what the need to label, you know, yourself so specifically. It's very old know? fashioned to label people. Like at this point, it's just like do whatever, like who you want to like, do it. Everything's all right. Yeah, just don't like kids. Yeah, <laughs> don't like kids. No, don't hate like each kids other. or people who aren't alive anymore. Yeah, I would say I would. Say, I mean, my lifetime, I think I think tolerance is like at an all time high across every everything. Like I mean. Uh, you know, like the the Clippers coach, the the owner oh, coming Sterling. out saying that stuff. That's like that seems like a alien landed on this planet and just started talking because it's like it's been so <laughs> or long. Someone stepped out of a time machine from yeah. fucking like forty or fifty years ago. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with it's you? Like I just yeah. haven't heard anybody talking like that. And that was the other thing. We'll probably talk about the patch, but there was a guy, two K uh, PR guy who or community guy who got fired because he started tweeting like pro Sterling tweets. Well, like, it was pro Sterling, but it was pro like freedom of speech tweets. No, it, well, it, was, it was defending or, I, Sterling. I don't know, know exactly. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the patch. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I that's think a tap. It, it's a and he was fired by 2K, so or by Turtle Rock. Mm-hmm. On uh, on a lighter note, we were talking about all this uh, for some reason. Lighter think, note, racist. It made me think about um, the story I saw earlier today. I guess that LAPD wanted to celebrate May the Fourth, so the LAPD Twitter account tweeted this picture of officers detaining someone. <laughs> <laughs> and they like replaced the guns and handcuffs with lightsabers. 
Is that a real photo? That is they a document? real photo that the <laughs> LAPD took because well, it, it, it was it was created by a, a group critical of the LAPD. Can we also point out that the woman on the ground has a green lightsaber, which denotes her as like the good, and the LAPD is holding a red lightsaber. That's awesome, <laughs> which yeah, marks right. them as the Sith. And bad. So this is this is a photo, like an archive photo of them actually arresting a real person, and then them turning it into a joke by photoshopping lightsabers. Right. So no, they didn't stage, create it. it it's was not a, a stage photo. It, no, no, no. This is a real arrest photo. The it was created by a group critical of LAPD for being too um, aggressive. Too aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in, in fact, I'm pulling up the actual picture right here. I'll see if I can uh, make it any bigger. This is the actual photo. I don't know if we can. We is can he holding to a it. gun on that woman? Or yeah. Is that a taser? That's a gun. That's a gun. Holy God God. damn! <laughs> this is a terrifying. It makes country. me think of. I don't know if you heard recently. Uh, NYPD had a bit of a scandal on their well, not a scandal. They had a, a social media mishap where they encouraged people to tweet pictures of their interactions with NYPD and use the hashtag <laughs> my, my NYPD. Oops. So all that happened was that hashtag became uh, just like a bunch of photos of police brutality <laughs> and of police overreacting. It was like Jesus. they had encouraged people to do this. Of course, that's when people are going to tweet. It's just like it's just a fucking nightmare Ugh. to try to manage. Uh, everyone is letting us know, by the way, that cis means your gender matches your sexual preference. Okay, yeah, essentially, so. I think I'm saying that correctly. It means well, your no, gender it, identification is the same as your physical gender. That's it. How okay. much does it cost these days to switch gender? I don't know, that's a good question. Sex. It, I honestly don't know the difference between sex and gender at this point. There's a whole sex argument about gender. that. I think switch. Whatever. Is, is yeah. sex your literal what you are? I think it's not about switching gender because it's transgender guys. Yeah. So, I mean, I think sex is your sexual and preference. And it's transsex, transsexual, a dated term now or something? I think so. I <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going with the topic. We don't know anything so, about someone just quoted me, out of our ass. Someone just quoted me as saying that uh, Bernie has declared that intolerance is over. I Don't don't <laughs> misquote me. And, and it, saying tolerance is better. It's saying that everything – it's just crazy. It's like watching someone misquote me and getting it absolutely 100% correct. You're a fucking idiot. But thanks, <laughs> but thanks for fucking trying. Tolerance clearly does not, does not fully oh, exist. It's damn. getting better. Things yeah. are getting better. From, from you know 50 years ago to now, things are light years better. Still not solved. Still, still not solved. Still not solved. But like I'm saying this guy – like this, this rant from this guy from the Clippers was just like – I mean everybody had a reaction to him that was just like – you're fucking losing. But I also have a problem with the, the rant that that like everyone held up Snoop Dogg as being great. Snoop Dogg was as racist in like five seconds as this guy was. You know what did Call, he say? He's calling him white bread and all this stuff and everything. And it was just like you know, it's just like great. It's like let's racism with more racism. There, this there's is been a perfect. lot of amazing stuff going, like a lot of amazing just racist stuff going out there. It was like wow, what uh, do we still live in this year? Like, have you? Daily Show has been spot on. Like the I've last been, couple weeks, I've been watching a lot more Daily Show lately. I've Dude, like they, uh, John Stewart went after Clive and Bundy in the the in Hannity. Oh God, he's yeah. the guy. He's the guy who was basically letting his crowd his uh, his cows graze for free and you know not paying his taxes and did it for twenty years and then then he was held up as like this American patriot and he's held long, up as an American patriot despite the fact he didn't recognize the authority or the existence of the United yeah. States of America. And there's photos of him holding an American I know, flag. Holding it's just one of those things. It's so dumb. But anyway, Daily Show has been on top of it, and I, I highly recommend you check out last week's stuff. It's all on Hulu, so yeah, or at least yeah, yeah. It's probably but this is like when you have like the Westboro Baptist Church. Obviously, you see that, you read about it in the news. Here's people that are obviously anti-gay, anti-gay marriage, um, pretty much anti everything. It's not literally in the Bible. When you see those people, I mean, we immediately identify them as completely fringe people, right? Like, is there anybody – I was really happy when uh, Fred Phelps died that everyone kind of had 
this, not everybody, but there was this groundswell of like, don't return it. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. go protest the funeral. Don't pick you, it up. You know, yeah. just I'm sorry for your loss was a big thing that was said. I'm sorry for your loss to the to the Phelps family for this guy who ran this church that just basically terrorized people forever. You know, I mean, but that's that's the price of free speech is you're going to get people, some people who abuse it. People are going to say, yeah, when yeah. when when you can say what you want, you're going to have to hear shit you don't want to hear. Like in the UK, the Westboro Baptist Church, they would they would go to jail for hate speech. Is that correct? They were barred from the barred yeah, from Europe, know, weren't they? You can't be openly racist. We, and or what happens? I'm curious what happens. Like if you're openly racist, it's a crime. You just get arrested. Yeah, you get arrested. So could you potentially go to prison for that? I think so. Hate, hate crimes and all that. Yeah, That's for for just for being like hate crime and speech would qualify as a hate crime. I think it would. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm so you're saying Jeremy Clarkson technically could go to jail for what he did? Uh, I don't know. Legal, our, our UK legal expert never <laughs> yeah. free. I doubt. I doubt that. Did you see that video that came out a couple of weeks ago? Where that I think it was in the UK. The guy makes the the sandwich board, uh, and it says "fuck the poor." <laughs> God. And he's like walking around the uh, the street, going "fuck the poor, fuck the poor," like passing out. Oh, I've seen this ad. It's great. Passing out flyers. We were like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Like yelling at him and like really getting in his face. He's like, "No, oh, you know, just fuck him." And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, then it's like half the video is that. Then the second half of the video is he just replaces it with help the poor. And everyone just fucking ignores him. And just huh. walks around. And just walks around him like yeah. he's in the way. And That's it's like, funny. You know, what a, what huh. a difference it makes. Won't make eye contact with him. Yeah. And huh. the point is like it's like, you know, it's still the same topic, but people embrace the controversy of it. But when there's actually something they can do to actually affect change, they don't, they they, don't do they, it. They avoid it. They like walk around it and right. try to avoid it altogether. Yeah. It's um, – yeah. I think it's something we all – struggle with on a daily basis like in uh i know you don't drive in the uk but uh in the uk do you have like uh homeless like at the corners or like at the street corners like panhandling to cars like they do in the u.s less at cars more just sat in the pavement like where people walk yeah and like sat in the underground with a dog and stuff sat in the underground with like a dog and busking and whatnot and all yeah. that you know mm-hmm Buskers I'm okay with. I told him too. More so than anything else. Like people who are, you know, playing music and stuff. Like there used to be a guy. Seems like Australia has the best culture for that to me. Yeah. As long as people don't try to clean my fucking windows. Yeah. That's frustrating. I don't consider that busking though. No, no. But like, like there was a guy when we worked downtown where office was on, you know, downtown, there was a guy who played saxophone. And he would sit there and play saxophone like in the morning and, and you know the afternoon. It was like that was it's pretty damn cool to hear a saxophone while you're walking around through the street. Totally. Like, agree. Sure, I'll drop a dollar in that guy's, you know, jar. Okay. That's mm-hmm. cool. But yeah, the people like you know, on street corners, like there, there was actually uh, just around the corner over here, it was a family. It was a man and a woman and three kids. And it's like the woman like had her, you know, she was like, you know, praying for you, like please, like we're starving. And it's like I, you make me feel like an asshole. Like I, I'm sorry, that sucks. Like you definitely be in trouble. There was a, I saw a pregnant lady on the on the corner the other day. I was like, I felt like stopping my car and getting out and helping her. That was like a situation I had like guttural reaction to that. Would you give money to a homeless person who yes. had one of those square things for a phone? What does that mean? Like so you could pay with card. card. <laughs> that might be a little off-putting <laughs> if they took my credit card. Wasn't there a, an I, initiative? They're going to have to do it that way. Wasn't there an initiative in San Francisco uh, a couple years ago about trying to get credit card readers for uh, for homeless people? Really? Was that really? I think so. I it think makes that was sense. Like three or four years ago. I never give money to homeless people because I never have any cash. I've only ever got like change this. Yeah. And I feel bad just giving like 25 cents or whatever. Oh. So uh, you talked about seeing that uh, that uh, homeless woman who was pregnant, Bernie. When I lived in Puerto Rico, I saw a uh, a pregnant homeless woman who looked like she was pregnant for about a year and a half, uh, and I don't think she was pregnant. I 
I, you know, the most I think ama- she had some kind of tumor or something. You know one of the most amazing things to me? You ever heard of a sympathetic pre- pregnancy? What's that? Uh, I think so it's the, the word guy for gets, it. The guy gets fat? I think when I said that, that's what it sounds like. But yeah. there's, there's, you can actually, there's women who have convinced themselves they're pregnant so their body emulates pregnancy. And then when they're diagnosed that you know you're actually pregnant, they can actually see them like deflate essentially. Yeah, Whoa. it's 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 like a psychosomatic pregnancy. I'm gonna, I'm going to look it up. I'm always amazed at what the brain can do to the body. Like someone who's constantly stressed, they age and they you know die. Yeah. Of like look at any and president stuff. in the last you know thirty yeah. years or so. They age like Obama's age about fifty years. But in the it's past only eight or six. It's only mental. Yeah, yeah it's not sympathetic pregnancy. That's with a partner. I'm going to find this thing. Is there a way you can stop aging by just never caring about it? Well, that's anything? Like, like the monks that like can do stuff that should be incredibly painful, you know, and they just kind of focus and meditate and get it out of their heads and, you know, can stay on spikes and stay in one spot for days at a time. Have you ever meditated? I've not. Well, not not in the sort of, you know, like go and own type <laughs> stuff. But I mean, like I, I went on a, like a guy's weekend uh, a few months ago where we went down to the coast. And I, one day I just sat like on a bench just looking out at the ocean for like an hour. And just like just didn't get on my phone, just kind of stared at nothing. And it was like pretty peaceful. Yeah. It's kind like of cle- a brain reset. Yeah, kind of clear your head out. It's like, you know, just, you know, have a beer sitting there just kind of staring out at nothing, like not fishing or anything. It's good. It's good to kind of like, ref- you know, refresh yourself. Just relax. What are you talking about? Hysterical pregnancy or pseudo pregnancy? Hysterical. The, the thing I was thinking about, or I was talking about, where uh, I guess they never actually gave credit card terms to homeless people, it was a proposal. Uh, made during uh, uh, mayoral administration in the late 90s in San Francisco where they talked about equipping homeless people with credit card terminals. <laughs> and 80% of the money you gave went to homeless aid and 20% of it went to the individual person. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm better with up, that. They end up collecting for yeah, homeless Yeah, but what – now, see, that I worry about the 80% because I'm like – maybe I'm getting cynical, but that's an organization of people that are dedicated to helping the homeless. So where does that – Money actually go. It would end up in, in as credit card readers in the hands of homeless people. You know, it? actually giving money to homeless person is actually like one of the truest like acts of charity and a transaction that you can have. Where it's like I give you ten dollars, feel like oh, you know, you know, cynical people be like to spend on this or that. It's like yeah, but you know, in the same sense, it's like you know, it's actually going to that person to to help them. You know, whether it's to the day or something like that. But it's like we hear about like the. Goodwill CEO making like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. That's like that doesn't. But if sit you well give it me. to an organization that helps the homeless, could they then provide uh, programs that then can help these people no longer be homeless and sure help transition they could. them? Like, isn't that a better way to help them instead of putting money directly in their hand? No, they, they they definitely could, but they don't like. Then you always hear about like that. Like the best example I think is the the Bono one. It's red. Project Red. Yeah, yeah, which doesn't do anything apart from just spread awareness. Yeah, they don't. They don't actually. None of the, nothing goes to benefit. That anybody with HIV or prevention of HIV it just raises awareness of I've the issue. I've never read that anywhere. I've just heard it from other people. It just sounds too, it sounds wrong. It sounds too incorrect to be true. I've read it. You have? Yeah. I'm sure he'll he'll look it up and he'll find a source, but yeah, I've definitely Bono seen seems like a douche. Like thing. he seems like he could be that guy. That's our new shirt. <laughs> Bono seems like Bono a douche. Bono seems like a douche. <laughs> The so, edge, though, the edge is cool. I as bet shit. that would be our best selling shirt ever. I would party with the edge. They live next to each other. Do they? Yeah, I drove I was I did a YouTube music video once. Oh, yeah. And we were just driving around. You could convince them to be your neighbors here in Austin. There you go. The buy. first article I found was from the Daily Mail. How about I skip that source? <laughs> yeah. How about I go on to anything Daily Mail else? There's a fucking gnat in here. <laughs> I'm like Godzilla over here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So was was Cloverfield like a Godzilla movie. It was not a proper Godzilla movie, but... It was Giant Monster. Giant Monster Destroy City. As much as two-thirds of grants donated to celebrities supported Global Fund to fight AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria have not been lost in corruption. 
So upwards of two thirds of it is what there's there. Yeah, I, I have given to that red thing, but only because I want a red Apple product. No, is it true? <laughs> just because, like, once I bought an iPad and the red cover looked nicest to me. Yeah, yeah that's what, that's what happened let's, here. Let's, let's talk about. Let's yeah, talk like, about this, I bought the red one. Just I didn't realize it was a Project Red thing. Like I was just in the store and I was like, I need a cover for my iPad Mini. I stick the red one. I got it. I was like, oh fuck. And yeah. at that point, <laughs> so you're upset by that? Cause yeah, because it goes to the organization. So talk about something positive. Like we know a, a, a charity organization where, and I wish. They would talk about this more, uh, and I don't know the numbers because I haven't asked them about it in a long time. But uh, Child's Play, the charity that's run by Penny Arcade, it's supposedly like the lowest operational cost of any charity. Or it's something. extraordinarily low. I want to say it's in the range of like the operational cost is like every single person that contributes to Child Play in the company contributes based on their time, except for the one person who's the Child's Play person. That's like the only overhead for that. Last time, last time I asked mm-hmm. them about it, which was a few years ago, and I want to say their operating costs. We're like two to five percent. Yeah, I think I think it's even less. It's like I want to say it's like two to four. I'm I'm, a, I'm being wow. conservative in how how aggressive. I think they she did say it was four percent. Yeah, yeah, that's the range I, I remember. That's as well. Extraordinarily is, low of the overhead, and the rest of it just goes all to and the that's sources. A, that's true charity, right there. Yeah. You, you're basically just paying for it to exist, and then all the money goes where it needs to go. That's right. That's yeah. I, I agree with that, and I understand there's going to be some overhead, but it's always like to me that's always the slippery slope. Yes. Uh, Some of the biggest named ones are the ones that uh, don't necessarily have the best percentage of giving money, like Project Red, the Komen Foundation, I want to say, is another one. Yeah, we heard about, about the Komen Foundation was one. That was one that we, we, we took a little bit of heat for because we uh, that was one of the people that was potentially going to be a winner for Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like came firing at us about that. Huh. Like, Why are they blaming you for that? I, you know what they're always what I hear about, it, which always drives – no, they're not. They're just saying – I. At least I didn't take it that way. I'm sure uh, they were, but I didn't. I, you know, I didn't up. know it was a chance to get educated. <laughs> I always see the photos of someone going, "Look, I just cut off all my hair for you know lots, lots of, of love." love yeah. And it's like that's like they just they sell the hair, which then also I guess goes to help people who have gone through chemo, but that actually doesn't go to anybody. Right. Yeah, that going to a the same with like money where the CEO would just have tons of hair. <laughs> that's a tough. That's a tough way to learn. <laughs> that's a throne made out of hair. Yeah. <laughs> someone sent me a tweet CEO a couple weeks ago that was like. uh what did they say? Something dumb like, you should grow out your hair and your beard for all of the month of May to show support for someone you love with breast cancer. Oh, is it yeah. November? November. No, this is for May. Oh. Like, what the, there's already a month for that, and I already get pissed off about that. <laughs> Don't make me fucking do it in May, What too. is that November thing? Like, do people it's, get sponsorships for their mustaches? I guess so, yeah. Something like that. It's like, like a walkathon type deal where it's, you know you grow out your mustache or beard for the whole month. <laughs> I like anything for charity where you don't have you have to do less <laughs> yeah. than your normal. Don't shave. <laughs> but we're, we're actually we're doing a charity event. We're doing Operation Supply Drop, the 8-Bit Salute. That's going to yes. be in two weeks, a little less than two weeks. So it's not this weekend coming up, but the next weekend. May 17th? May yeah, 17th or 16th. Am I doing it's, the full it's, yeah, it's 24 hours. 24 hours? Just like, just like Extra Life where it's going to be 8 a.m. till 8 a.m. Saturday to Sunday and um, yeah keep an eye on I'm going to be making journals about it I'm sure we'll be pushing it to Rooster Teeth on the front page but uh, yeah same deal you can go check it out and um, yeah we're going to be playing video games and raising money for uh, veterans you had a journal about it a couple weeks I, ago I, yeah, I, had a, I had a journal kind of uh, mentioning it but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely do a bigger one kind of explain a little bit more like we, we have a lot of you know we have a lot of fans that are, are veterans and like we have a lot of people in the military that are fans of Red versus Blue so this is you know very special to us and it's a, it's a good it's a good charity when, for us to get behind when uh, early on uh, in the Red versus Blue years you know when we first started uh shipping products you know some of the most popular states that we shipped to were apo apo addresses oh yeah you know it was uh iraq and afghanistan were really high 
like number no, I think like numbers two and three on the most uh, popular states that we ship oh, wow. to list. So uh, we definitely you know appreciate yeah. it. And we, so we actually so we are going to be the headquarters for the Eight Bit Salute. So the guys behind Operation Supply Drop are actually going to be here with us on set, and uh, they're actually going to bring in some veterans and some soldiers. They're going to be hanging out with us for a little bit of time. So awesome. be and cool. we'll definitely provide a link to our team in the link dump. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you should sign up and uh, play along if you you know if you can donate. Awesome. If anything, just you know spread awareness of it like Bono would. <laughs> don't don't shave your mustache for the next week. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You two ladies. But yeah, so that's going to be very cool. I'm excited to do that. It's going to be next weekend, another long 24 hours of gaming. So we, we were actually talking about it. Like what I, I was thinking of playing all the Assassin's Creed games from start to finish, like start at one and see how far I can get in 24 hours. But I don't know. I might just do the trilogy, the Ezio trilogy, you know, two Brotherhood and Revelation. Yeah, I don't know that you could get how far you could really yeah. get. I guess if you like try to speed run it and just like yeah. stick to story. And well, Gavin even mentioned like well, I was playing Trials before the podcast, and I like just just playing that for a few hours. And he is incredible at Trials. <laughs> Anytime I can beat one of your times, yeah, I'm like yeah, even if I know you're going to go back and yeah. get it be- do it better, like it was just your shit run. I'm like yeah, yeah. Pretty much every time you see right now is just my first run through yeah. things to get like, you know is unlock all the. We tracks. always say that he's pretty good at Trials. Like he can beat all of us, but I think he's Ray levels of good. Like if you compare Ray at Call of Duty, you're the same. It's just like you're yeah. just naturally really good. It's he can land on a what kind of angle is that? Like a I don't know, like an eighty five degree yeah. angle almost. And he just like teases it. It's like <laughs> I can't do that. I just flip over backwards or I just get impatient. Yeah, it's uh, something about Trials, man. I just get that game. It makes sense to you me. You're good at it. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm going through now. I've go- I've I've got golds or platinums and everything up to the very last section. I can imagine Trials Fusion. You looking at Trials is is like when Neo realizes he's the one and he just sees everything as code. He's <laughs> like, I totally stop. get all this now. <laughs> yeah, he just like, <laughs> it's all the gold medals that stop in front of me and fall. Uh, uh, yeah, that's let me read this one real fast. Go for it. I'll tell you, say some more about Trials. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Sherry's Berries. Send something sweet to that special woman who has always been sweet to you. If you're notorious for forgetting about special occasions, make sure you remember the sweetest day of all. Mother's Day, Sunday, May 11th. Uh, order giant freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting at $19.99. It's over 40% savings. Or double the berries for just $10 more. Click on the mic in the upper right-hand corner and use promo code TEETH. Get enormous, fresh, juicy, mouth-watering berries dipped in white, milk, and dark chocolatey goodness. Topped with chocolate chips, decorative swizzle, or nuts. Just use code TEETH when you order. Uh, don't wait any longer. Order now before this Mother's Day deal ends. Visit berries.com. That's B E R R B E R R I E S to order. That's B E R R I E S dot com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type code teeth. Berries.com. Click on the microphone and type teeth. This deal also expires Friday at midnight. Make sure you order now. Order some flowers, order some berries. Do it at eleven fifty nine. No, do it now. <laughs> do it now. It's Sunday. You got those you things got are some time. good too, man. They are really good. I'm I got I, I keep meaning to update our address with them. So so you uh, you're talking about trials and you're excited when you beat my times. And I see people like E like E over at Microsoft. Him and I we were friends on there, and he'll go back and like play literally the first map in the game over and over and over until he gets an amazing time. I, I prefer the people that go into like the difficult stuff, like the really hard stuff. Like challenge me on that stuff. But I see like you know some people like all they've played are the first like half of the tracks. It's like no no no, go be extreme and then we can fight. Like yeah. that's that's the stuff I enjoy. The, in in evolution, what broke me was that Giga track. Oh Giga track. Oh sucks. god, I remember that. It's like oh. a twenty five minute track. I still. And you have to do it faultlessly for. Gold. I still dread that. Dread. I went back and played Trials Evolution because I've been doing the challenges in Trials Fusion. Like now, every track has three challenges, and a lot of them have to do with like doing wheelies or like get it past a certain point without touching your front wheel. And I've I've been doing a lot of those. So I went back and in Trials uh, Trials Evolution, there was a track where you had to complete 
the last section of the map without touching your wheel on the bicycle. And back then, I couldn't do it. I, just, oh, I could not do it. It took me about 30 minutes, and I finally got actually got the achievement. So it was like a, like a three-year span <laughs> where I or had an achievement, and then my new achievement. And so, nice. and then I went, and I was like, maybe I can perfect this game, but there's one challenge. Fuck! It's good. I know the one you're talking about. It's, it's a tournament where you have to beat five tracks flawlessly, and it's literally five hard tracks. And they like, took that hard. down, didn't they, from like a much harder achievement? That was Trials HD. Oh, okay. Trials HD had a tournament the where you Yeah, the marathon. They always stick in one achievement that nobody's going to yeah. get. Yeah, yeah, I know somebody. Knuckles had that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Dude. marathon achievement. Yeah, Dude. and you complete every track in the game and fall five times. Is that, is that no, 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 no. This one it was it was marathon. It was like it was ten or fifteen tracks, and they weren't really difficult. There was only one or two, but just something about doing it, you know, back to back to back without faulting is just. It's also, a it was a manual restart, wasn't it? Like you had to quit out and start the first map again it wouldn't just yeah, reset yeah. you at the beginning of the first yeah map. yeah so if you, if you hit back it just took you to that track yeah. you were on so Which if you beat just... the first two tracks flawlessly but then failed on the third you'd had to go exit it and go back and start it over again. i found that in this game it's getting a good time is based on the bike you choose yeah like if i use the pit viper you use so you lose so much speed on landings that sometimes it's fast to have the roach even though it's not a you and i are in the longest game of hunt right now and trials fusion challenges and so <laughs> we've done two letters over the last two and a half weeks so yeah, that's going to last. I like that we got rid of, of Trials Pig completely, and then now we're just doing our own <laughs> series where we just changed what Hunt was. Yeah, for it's us. fun, though, because we're doing like a, it's like a live version of Hunt. We're two just... weeks in, and it's H to H. Yeah, they nerfed, they nerfed it. It says, uh, this is from trueachievements.com. They got changed it on 12-23-2009 with a new game update. All of the hard tracks included in the original 24-track Ultimate Endurance Tournament have now been removed. They have been replaced with new lower-tier tracks, and the total amount of tracks in the tournament has been lowered down to 20. So they made it easier over time. But yeah, tw- it's still 20 tracks without faulting back to back to back. Yeah. And that's Trials HD. That was the first trial. That's not even Evolution. Jack? So. Yeah, it's, it's, way, it's much easier now, though, than I remember it being. Some yeah. of it was just, like, imp- just impossible. Maybe I'll go back and try it. I haven't played Trials HD in ages. The other day, Gavin corrected me on the Trials Fusion theme song. Yeah, I thought it was Welcome to the Future, Welcome. Man Machine, the Future. Yeah, that's what I said. And then he's like, "Why would you rhyme Future with Future?" Because it was just a dumb song. Yeah, it's, it's so dumb. It's so you know dumb. the lyrics? No, it reminds me. Welcome that- to the Future, Man Machine, the Fusion. No, oh, right. uh, I don't know. Because no, it's called Trials Fusion. Trials Fusion. No, and the next totally line makes sense. is light years ahead of evolution, which is pretty funny. Because <laughs> it's a reference to the game. I've already stopped playing the game. Yeah, I'm glad that you guys like it. I don't like ever saying anything negative about a game. Um, but I just, I, that game gives me agita. <laughs> I just like, you, I played that game and I'm just like, I got it. And so I found a mobile game that gives me that like quick fix. Oh, tri- Trials Frontier. No, I played, uh, Don't Touch the White Tiles or Piano, Piano tiles. tiles. And I got these guys infected with it out Uh-oh. at our latest immersion shoot. Which we just playing- happened to be a... Oh, I can't say what it was. No, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. No, yeah, no. There's there's a there's a mobile game, uh, Trials Frontier, which is a free to play game, and it's Trials, but it's mobile, so it's iOS, and it's awesome. I want to be clear. I'm not saying anything negative about the game. I love the game, the game mechanic. When I play it, it. Ge- have you ever? Ended- <laughs> <laughs> have you ever ended a session of playing Trials and went like? Ah, yeah, absolutely. When you get achievement, when you get achievement, yes. When you get achievement, every time I quit the game, I quit the game, and I say. I hate myself. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how it goes every time I enter. My trials. wife, who is not uh, a big gamer and uh, has no reason to recognize the Trials franchise, when Trials Fusion came out, I started playing it. You know, she was using her laptop. She looked up at the TV and she said, "Is this a Trials game?" I said, "How do you know what a Trials game is?" She goes, "Because this is the most frustrating game in the world it's to so, watch you play." It's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a thing where I 
my controller gets placed down very gently, but before me deciding to do that, it's like... <sighs> yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. It's too expensive to destroy. I only have one Xbox One controller. <laughs> I walked into the Achievement Hunter office the other day, and Jack was like, all right. And I go, I go, what? He goes, look, I just finished a track. And you were like, it's a hard track. Yeah, I was like, it's a hard track. And I go, yeah, and I look up on the screen, 380 faults. <laughs> and I go, Jack, Inferno 4, yeah. how are you possibly happy that you died no, 380 times in a game? That, that track, you have to, you, you complete it. You can have 500 faults before it ends your game. Even Once winning, you get 500, it stops, or 30 minutes, whichever comes first. You get an achievement just for beating that I like track. It, even if I beat that, I would, I would slam I'm like control the ground and then snap my Xbox over my knee in triumph. That would be like a guttural reaction. Well, it's also to that. one of those things like I compl- I have now completed every track in Trials Fusion. Like that's that's cool. That's a reward. That's an achievement. So now then you have to go back. There's actually so that track I played that I got 300 something faults on. There is a, a challenge in that where somewhere in the map you you hit something and it makes your bike invisible, and then you have to beat the entire map with an invisible bike. Fuck that. Yeah. So it, that, it's it's yeah. There's I like, some of the I like that you've nightmares. been consistent the whole time with your opinion on trials. I remember I was on the podcast when Trials HD came out. It was that week. And you were talking about how mad you were getting. You're like, you got to land on a pixel. It's like one <laughs> pixel. You get so worked up. Just cut to but now. Yeah. I don't know. Something same. about that game. Something about the physics and how like the bike bounces. I just get. Like so it just addictive. makes sense to me. It's a know? great, great game. Yeah, and it's it's really really well done. And, and Fusion Fusion is great. Like the tricks and stuff. It's it's a cool a little addition to it, but it doesn't take away from the core of the game. So if you want to use it, you can go crazy with it. But if you kind of want to ignore it and stay with like what you mm-hmm. know, you can do that too. So I learned something really valuable playing that game. I learned you know in the Xbox shows the little spikes that come down. Mm-hmm. There's the exact distance to poke out your own eyes. <laughs> That's exactly what I've learned. Are you sloth from the Goonies? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's so far widespread. God, I, I just that game <laughs> is that game is frustrating. And I, I I showed these guys that mobile game I was playing called Piano Tiles, Ugh. which. <laughs> You suck. <laughs> I have footage of these guys just playing it nonstop in the Texas sun. Just like it's a, it's Jack. It's a game where at any point in time, sitting here right now, piano tiles. You are nine seconds away from your highest score in this oh, game. And you're always nine- hit a bunch of things. My best score was like seven point six seconds or something. Lindsay beat me. Uh, screw you, Lindsay. In the way on the way home from that shoot. I deleted it from my phone. Did in you? Gu- in Gus's car, I was like, I'm deleting it. Then you one. wouldn't have seen my latest So is it anything like Flappy Bird? Gus is playing it right he, now. Yeah, Gus is playing it. Oh, so is that... Are you playing it on the screen? Yeah. So this is it. Yeah, this is... Oh, your best is eight. So you, you have to gets... tap the black oh. tiles and they move down. And it's very simple. Oh, there you look at you, Gus. Go, 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 go. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, wow. Oh, this could be a new record. Gus! Gus, if you break your arm... That was great. I missed. You missed. He was tapped the wrong one. And then then there, and then he gets his time. So you just do that over and over again. And like we were like trying to shave like a tenth of a second off of our times. We we even came up with different tactics. Like you can have the one where you just you go in one one finger really fast, or you do (laughs) (laughs) You beat Gavin's time! (laughs) You beat my time! I did it right here! You do I that? just beat your time. Are you kidding me? You have no idea, Jack. This was like five or six hours I've when we were shooting immersion. I've never gotten below eight seconds, and I just got seven point five. What in Jesus the fuck? Christ. Victory lap. <laughs> he pulled his thing out of his head. Gus is running around the studio, knocking shit over. He lost. Oh his my god. Piece. 
Watch out for the pinata. This is this is this is really seriously what a big deal this was on what set. What just happened? If you were there, I've never seen Gus that excited. If you were there on the shoot, you would understand. He was trying so I hard to get under. I think I broke it. I'm really he sorry. Was so mad. He was trying so hard to get under eight oh. seconds. You beat my time. Oh you my beat, god. Did you beat Lindsay? No, I don't think, right, I so, think uh, Lindsay was 7.4. So I just got an update. Uh, Koo gave me an update. He said that currently they do 6%. That's 6%. What ch- to this day, that's what Child's Play runs. As big as it's gotten, it still runs 6%. That's incredible. That's amazing. It's so amazing that they do that. Is he watching? What? No, I just texted oh, okay. him. I texted him. And then <laughs> I, 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 I was interrupted by Gus's high score <laughs> victory lap. Wrapped around the post. You, you, you clipped it off when you ran, and then you ran by the post, and it hooked. That would have been great if it like yanked you off your feet by your ear. That would have wow. been great. So anyway, so that was it. You'll get addicted to it if so you play it. people are guarantee. losing their mind. All right. Yeah. Gus, you're awesome, dude. Yes, that was amazing. And so then, you beat Gavin's time. Right, so did you do power thumbs or yeah, single? Yeah, power thumbs. Ah, okay. What is power thumbs? It's like you just do it with two... Like, it really takes... you You got to get used to doing it with two fingers because you don't want to get in the way of yourself and I can't but, uh, do it with the thumbs is I, 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 I did my high this. school with just like uh, the problem is it's like when you do power thumbs like that you split it essentially it's four wide two, oh, two with the breath? left two with the right <laughs> but sometimes you gotta go over like this thumb might have to go three this thumb might have to go three and you have to like balance how it's Mr. all Mr. Sorolla why are you out of breath oh I played piano on my phone <laughs> I ran for like ten feet I'm out of breath now <laughs> Give me another beer. Far, so we're gonna smash this thing over here or what yeah I figured we would do it in the credits oh okay smash, smash we it. have a pinata uh, so many people have stopped watch, watching the podcast because they've started playing piano tiles. <laughs> they they <laughs> said. See, now, I like the game. Well, I don't. It's a terrible game. I like that we all had this little competition. I don't want to see people's scores. You will. Though. Oh, you will. I don't need that. Yeah, yeah, and now that we mentioned on the podcast, <laughs> we're going to get it tweeted to us constantly. Yeah. You, you tried to fucking pull a prank on us. I did? Oh, we- yeah, so, uh, well, that might be part of the video, but... Okay. Because that green screen that shows you your best score... Yeah. It's like, I walked up and I had one. I had just... I hadn't been able to be Gavin all day, so I sent uh, my best score screen to Rising, Risinger, and he just photoshopped it for me. The Rise Mungler. Nice. Mungler, but to beat their scores by, like, half a second, and <laughs> it made me very happy. But you'll... Jack, you'll get addicted. Clever. Like the problem was, it was too much of a jump. It wasn't believable. Yeah. Like, your, yeah, your jump between your previous best score and that score was too That score great. didn't match his talent level. Right. Also, the current score didn't match the best score. Because yeah. he didn't Photoshop that part The best score of all time was, was higher. <laughs> it fell apart fast. Did you, ever, did you ever beat 100 in Flappy Bird? No. No? I think I, the highest I ever got was 78 and deleted that. I do a thing where... It's, it's a lot like that, though. But it's better because Flappy Bird... The better you get, you actually have to play it longer. Like that was the problem with Doodle Jump. I was just about to mention Doodle Jump. Yeah, go ahead. every time I get on a plane, I play one round of doodle, doodle Jump to see if I can beat my high score from five years ago, and I can't. And it's like, but you were like what seventy thousand, if I recall correctly, somewhere in there. Eighty five thousand. Eighty five thousand. So it those games like Flappy Bird as well is they're very simple mechanic. Uh, but the problem with Flappy Bird is that. It gets harder to beat your score, like longer. You yeah. have to invest more time. This, you just have to, it's, it's harder yeah. for sure, but it's like, you're always like, oh, let's play another one. Because it's only five or four seconds away, and then you, and you're chasing your own high score. Or 7.555 seconds yeah, away. Exactly yeah. right. And that's the thing you said you liked about that game was that at any time, at the time, you, you, we were still early in the day, you said at any time you could be 10 seconds away from your best score. Actually, that was nine seconds when I showed up that day. Nine seconds. And then the, you guys immediately started beating the times. It arms race. Yeah. It, it was bad. <laughs> I had three or four hours where I was in the lead and I was a cocky prick. No and one had I ever been you? below eight in our group until we saw Gavin. Yeah. Wow. And then Lindsay <laughs> fucking destroyed. She beats, you still didn't beat Lindsay. Yeah, she's at 7.4, I think. Yeah. And I asked her her tactic. She's also a power thumber. No way. No. When she beat it, she thought she hadn't beat you. She's like, oh, check it out. 
I was like, that's amazing. She's like, yeah, I still didn't beat Gavin. Though. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I love the and I also just uh, rewritten that discovered, but reaffirmed that Gus is probably no offense. You're a terrible person. You're one of the shittiest friends a person yeah. could have yeah. because. He, when I told him about the game, he got the game and he wasn't going to tell me that he was playing it because he didn't want to tell me he was playing it until he beat me. And that's what he does. Like if I find something new and I share it with Gus, he doesn't want to share in the experience with me. He wants to go away to his little like corner and get better at it than me. So the only way I'll know if we're like enjoying the same thing is once he's better than me at it. That's the <laughs> once only I'm way. Really enjoying. Do you it. think? Do you think Gus is also playing Fog of World right now and just hasn't told you where he is? He absolutely is. Yeah, we're, yeah. We were. He let uh, it yeah, slip. Yeah. He let it slip by accident. He's been playing it for how long now? Almost as long as you. <laughs> as soon as I told him about it. He's just waiting for the cross. Like, ah. We were yeah. uh, out at a shoot the other day, and uh, I wasn't needed on camera at the time, and Bernie was out filming something. And uh, it was a place I'd never been before, and I was looking around, and I thought, I could just start walking and have Fog of the World on. I could get all of this stuff out here, and Bernie wouldn't get it because he's out there, he's over there in the other direction shooting. And I started walking out there, but it was muddy, so I was like, nah, forget about <laughs> it. I took a picture of you while you were walking out. Yeah, you, you did. Yeah. I've definitely done that where I've driven through my neighborhood and like made the zigzag through like all the different streets I never go down. I know like, you're playing it. I'll do it once. Yeah, I got it. I didn't know that either. Who's oh, a I'm, shitty friend now? Oh, I know. I'm I'm way behind you guys. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to hide it. Feel up. Then know. why didn't you mention it before? <laughs> I don't know. We haven't talked about games. You're, you're on gonna clean up. Phones. You're married to somebody from Australia. Can I yeah, say how, I go to Australia. how much pain I was in from that shoot we just did? By the way, are you okay? Did, you already said it, so I guess you can. A couple of days after, I, it, my knees and my ankles were just ruined. Just limping around well, like an good, old man. Because you said before that shoot, I'm worried that I haven't hurt myself enough in immersion this season. Right. And I because said, I saw what Michael did in another video that hasn't come out yet, and it was very impressive. So it was th- very this impressive. Was, this was the Assassin's Creed high dive in Obela. Hey, <laughs> no, that's episode. our last episode of Immersion ever. Oh, okay, which, cool. which, which actually we're gonna do one at Arctics, but this could that the thing that we shot could have been our last immersion official immersion episode ever. We have two more left in the season, and uh, we might do a special one at Arctics. We probably will. But uh, like officially in the season, like that'll be our last one we ever shot, and it was by far the most fucking dangerous one we ever did. I <laughs> it, mean, was, it was, like, it was l- the first time where every attempt I was mentally prepared for a broken arm or something to break a bone. <laughs> I was like, I've never broken a bone, but this is it. Except for the old. <laughs> there was there was a moment. This is exactly how it went down. It went down like Michael, stop, stop, Michael, stop, stop, fuck, 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 and then everybody's really quiet, and Blaine goes. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> because the camera is in. That's all he said, like really quietly, was "Don't worry, I filmed the whole time." <laughs> for insurance it was purposes, so fucking scary. But thank God for people like Blaine who can pay attention so and never, never like, stop recording. I like the immersion. It's fucking amazing. You see it after this, Jack. What happened? It's fucking amazing. Immersion's been really fun to make, but also because of the fact that. I've been operating the Phantom camera in outfits I never would have dreamed of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's always shots of me like doing high speed, and I'm just dressed in my stupid immersion I, costume. I got to operate the Phantom. You did? Shoot? You yeah. did, yeah. Like, and well, I you tried, push the button? I pushed the I button. I tried not nice. to murder you as I was... <laughs> yeah, you were doing stuff. Doing so stuff. This, this episode will come out in, what, a month or so? Jack is in this one, as a matter of fact. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't even first, see you. Your first appearance. I, I, was, I was done before you left. Gus was so pissed at me. <laughs> it was the most efficient I've ever seen anyone shoot in live action. It was Jack great. helped us set up the experiment, so we came out, put him in a lab coat, and... Yeah. Jack was like, nailed it. Shot my gone. bit, and I was like, all right, peace out, and left, <laughs> and you weren't even there yet. Yeah, I got there at 10. Yeah. I, I, I got to work earlier than I normally do. Really? <laughs> Leaving from set, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. So awful i hate traffic man god damn i hate traffic Traffic's terrible. so yeah, you gotta move I, i'm moving too yeah we're, we're actually, i'm selling my house really yeah it's going on the market everybody's uh, 
Get the moving bug. Yeah, well, dude, I sit through traffic 45 minutes each way. And, no, I get, I get it for you. It totally and, uh, yeah, yeah, we're putting the house up for sale, so we've been clearing it out, been touching up paint and stuff and cleaning. And You're taking so nice pictures of it? And stuff? We're taking photos on Wednesday, so I'm actually leaving work early to go home and meet the photographer to take photos of the house to make it look pretty. And so, you know, photo, Photoshop out the cellulite and stuff and <laughs> make it look nice. And then, uh, yeah. You have then, one couch in your house, Jack. That your cats just this it's one couch. Yeah. And your cats apparently hate that fucking couch. No, that's or really like it. It was a scratching post, basically. Like they have I mean, I've seen scratches. They're like in they're like yeah. excavating. Yeah. Like they had to put on little hats with lights on them to, to like go back yeah. and <laughs> work zone. I see like little signs with like cats with like hard hats on them. <laughs> I just they put up cones and one night, watches. They wait for the guards to go by and they're like <laughs> All right, we're clear. <laughs> they get in there with spoons. Shawshanking little pieces of couch out in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if this is the couch here, right here, they're like in about this far yeah, at they, this they point. Demolish that couch. So it's, it's, it's fucking amazing. No, that one's actually so that couch is in but storage. But it's just the one couch. No, so it's actually the couch and the chair. They've done the other one. You have too. to hide the couch for the for the photos. Yeah, yeah I, I got a storage unit. Basically, like the whole thing about selling houses, you just declutter. You also declutter and you you depersonalize. So you have to take out any photo or anything like that makes it look like a human lives in that house. Listen, here's the problem here's the problem when you go to sell a house you get the house exactly how you've always wanted it to be like yeah. the moment before you move out of it that's yeah. that's the problem with selling house you're like oh this house is great now because i did all the projects i've been putting yeah, out so like I, i'd move like my television sat in front of our fireplace because like it's texas we don't need fireplaces but they build them in every house and so like my tv and everything was set up right there and then i'm like okay well, i guess we have to move it but you know it's a sell because people like looking at fireplaces and katie's like we have a fireplace i had no idea <laughs> <laughs> she's lived in the house for a year she has no idea we had a fireplace i'm like oh yeah so she lived she, there for a year uh she's been in, in texas now for about a year yeah that's awesome yeah so she went like a, a total, total time about a year you know so. like the only time i light a fire in the fire pit in my backyard is when i know katie's coming over because oh, yeah. she freaking loves it yeah she likes s'mores oh s'mores are great she's well, like she never had one before she's yeah. like fire is very calming to look at it's yeah. very therapeutic yeah, I found pit for uh, for New Year's and stuff. Which now that's the one thing I'm like I'm a little sad is I always do like a New Year's party where we launch fireworks and now I'm moving more into Austin, like more into the you know actual city of Austin and like that is totally illegal. So just as illegal as where you are, just yeah, completely, well, totally hundred percent. I'm, I'm right Jack, on the edge. Of just as illegal, don't yeah. justify it. Have you ever driven uh, anywhere in Austin on the Fourth of July or New Year's and not heard fireworks? That's true. Just, just do a miniature ones. Get like a, a a candle and like hover it up and then just do flint and steel at the top. <laughs> little like miniature fireworks for the ants. <laughs> <laughs> for the ant, the ant people, for the small humans. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you're gonna move, huh? Yeah, and then move. You're moving too. Yeah. Everybody's moving. I'm putting an you're offer moving? in our place. Really? I'm trading with someone. He's going the. Ex- what? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. I never heard that. I don't know. You could yeah. say, so you're moving Wait. into their place. I liked the place. It's a place that's being built. I liked. It. I, I I happened to check it out, and the person building it was like, "Oh, you, you who's also the owner? He's like, you like you want this place? I go, yeah, but I sell my house first. Because where's your house? I told him it was really how big's a lot. I told him he goes, you just want to trade. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, so how does that work? So are, do you have to sell to each other? Yeah. <laughs> wow. At the same price. Yeah. That's it's crazy. fucking brilliant. Yeah, we're just trading. I love the world works that way still. Huh. It's, like, just, so, it's like so weird. Imagine you just swapping keys. So are you selling? I sell- picture we have like two pieces of two documents. We're like, you first. No, <laughs> yeah, we're like, you got keys. You got the keys. <laughs> For a split same second, time. you might have them both. Woo. Yeah. Oh, same time. So is the guy that you're trading with, is he a developer? Yeah. Oh, so he's not like a like an average Joe no, kind no, of a guy. So he's going to take. That's your, awesome. That's, so he's gonna take that's your, way way too much. Like they can't open a window. They're like, hey, they're like, it's just too much communication. Yeah, he's probably going to tear it down. Tear down my house and just like rebuild it. You I know? see that. That's but didn't you get it redone? Huh? You you renovated your house, didn't you? When you bought it? Yeah, that was five years ago. 
That was. Yeah. But what about your internet, Gus? Yeah, he started that five years I'm ago. Finished it three years ago. You have, you have, get, well, you have 300 meg internet right I'm now. Did you not oh. have to sign like a year long contract for that or anything? Yeah, but if you move to a place where they don't service, you're out of you're out of it. Oh. Gus's renovation of his house was a fucking nightmare. It, it was wasn't just fuel a nightmare for, for the you. podcast. It was fu- it was a nightmare for everybody. I, I remember being crushed by a, an AC unit in the back of a car once because it was a washing machine. <laughs> oh, and a washing machine, Prius. Washing machine, no AC unit. There was an AC unit that I had. It was oh, right. Ben yeah, and I, and I was like, yeah, right. yeah. I forgot <laughs> about that. And then I sliced my hands open on a rusty washing that's machine. Right. Yep. Oh, I, used, I used to help people move for some me. reason when I'm, I came I'm excited about moving, though. It's, it's going to be nice. I've been in this house now for just over six years. And you own this house. You I, yeah, I own it. So I'm selling that. And like that's that's one of the issues. I have to sell that house to move to the new house. I think like, we're all excited that you're moving. Yeah? Why is yeah. that? Yeah, because the, the only downside of changing into this massively awesome studio about traffic? was Jack, Jack complaining for three months oh. like when he goes like, What's going to happen? How far is it from my house? <laughs> it's our place. Well, yeah, we, we were told over and you can't, you can't deny this. We were told over and over, we will never move north of the river. You said like this was going to be a South based company for all, like forever. We heard over and over Gus, and over. You again. bought your house before you no, worked I for the company. I, and I, I drove to Buda for five fucking years. When, I don't want to hear anyone talk Jack, about driving. Our last office was north of the river. It was in downtown. Well, that, that was the whole idea. We bought this new building. We were going to stay south. Like, we weren't going to move north. And so I was like, you all right, cool. That. Do you remember? It was, it was set. Ask Adam Baird. He bought a house in freaking Do you remember Kyle. me ever saying that? <laughs> ever? Gus? Yes. See? You know, really? <laughs> really? I would say we never yeah. north of the river. We would never move the company north of the river. Yes. Yeah, see? Well, I'm, fucking, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting. When I hired... Old man Holm is CEO. He <laughs> fucked up the big plan. I guess that's what happened. So I was like, all right, cool. It's not Corporate vision just fucking straight then, out the window. We looked at a couple buildings. I was like, you know, off like 290 and like heading towards the airport. I was like, okay, it's a little bit whatever. I can live with that. And now it's like, oh, wait, we're going to put you in Cedar Park. And like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, because uh, we are in Cedar Park now. People are well, now getting anyway. pissed because uh, they've downloaded piano tiles and they're playing and it's telling them to take a break. Oh. Which is really annoying. Oh, you can you turn can, that off in the You settings. can absolutely turn that off. It's very important that you do. Oh, man. It's irritating. It so, is irritating. So we need to blindfold Gavin and get him to swing at that thing. Yeah, I think we're we're about ready to wrap up. We should. Um, I'll smash it. Get ready to do our. Uh, oh wait, I gotta send this photo. To, I gotta get this to Patrick somehow. Holy can you, can shit! You play from your laptop? I don't think I can. Uh, I don't know how. I don't want to learn. What have you done? I don't know. Uh, we're gonna do this as soon as I figure out what my problem what are you is. Doing? Taking a panoramic. <laughs> Patrick, I'm sending you an image to put up on the thing real quick. All right. I got this for camera. So, for Gus, the, well, what uh, else you got camera. going on this week? Anything interesting? Uh, we're doing the patch on Wednesday. You got that new set. That set looks cool as new hell. New set man. I'm really happy with. It's a, we, we started concepting it and talking about it back in December. I have a question for you. For a long time. What happens if you want to put a fourth person on the patch? No, the patch green is tree. a three-person show. So it's always going to be three? Green screen, baby. Yeah, and, and then we'll we'll incorporate the green screen. The funny thing about it. We're it. actually about to start modifying this. In fact, we put up all these Michael-themed shirts today because it's Michael's bachelor party. We haven't talked oh, about yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy bachelor married. party, Michael. Happy bachelor party. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be retooling this. This is obviously, you know, last week the podcast was pretty dark. This week I feel like it's a little better. We're still trying to figure out the lighting and all the decoration and all that stuff. Uh, it's a work in progress. We're, you're going to see some... Some retuning and some repolishing on the set. What was amazing to me was watching, seeing the pack, the patch set in real life, and walking up to him and be like, "What the hell is this?" And then you see it on camera; it's like all lit up. It looks amazing. Yeah, I think when it was under construction, everyone would look at it and be like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, you it's the patch set and be like, 
what's it gonna look like? Yeah, it's just a bunch yeah. of like, no, no, it's uh, it's like lights and acrylic, and people be like, that sounds like the stupidest thing ever. Like, no, no, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> when, the lights change color when they turn in the set design for it. <laughs> when they, yeah, this is Gus. Somebody's photoshopped this already. <laughs> Nigh on Gus celebrating his uh, his victory there. If you're listening to the podcast, the auto version, somebody photoshopped a picture of Gus like the Nyan cat with rainbows flying off of him. That was I'll try to find out who that was real quick. But when they had the uh, that was Maurice yeah. underscore V did that. Oh nope, sorry, he retweeted it. That was Zachary Maynard that made that. Z Maynard Z Maynard ninety one. Um, the uh, when they when they turned in the the set design for the patch, I immediately called the meeting. I was like. What is what is this design you turned it's in? It's colorful lights. And then they showed me like different examples of the work that they had done previously and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, okay. But like literally the whole time they're building this setup, like I have to see this on camera. I have to see it on camera. And then when we saw it on camera, it was like, all right, perfect. And yeah. actually the cameras that we're using are going to get way better too. So yeah, we'll be improving those. I'm very, very, very happy that like as soon as we got into stage five, we had we, people are already starting to see the things. Like the patch set was one of the things we wanted to kind of hit the ground running with. And like Gus said, this set's going to go through some modifications on the fly. Yeah, like even you know the modularity, and we'll explain this more later. Yeah. But you know the fact that we can swap sets in and out, and well, even uh, even like achievement hunter, like we upgraded some of our stuff. Like we got our mics on stands at our desk now, and it's it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Go hey you go uh, get your blindfold on. Uh, we'll get your blindfold. Yeah, happy, uh, happy bachelor party, Michael. Can I tell you something real quick? I've never gotten involved with a no pinata where we didn't go to the hospital afterwards. So I'm not good. kidding. We're, yeah. we're, we're, right, we're right by the hospital now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, the children's Del, Del children's, which is perfect for no Gavin. No blindfold, I'm being told. So, Gavin, get over there. Wait, no blindfold? We don't, we don't have a blindfold, I guess. Well, then do we got to pull the, the pinata up <laughs> and down? Gavin looks uncomfortable. I've never seen you look uncomfortable before in my life, and you look really uncomfortable. All right, so Blaine's going to be pulling on the uh, the pinata. Right. Well, thanks, everyone, for watching. We'll be back this Wednesday with an episode of The Patch and next Monday with another episode of RT Podcast. Him. All right, uh, happy Bye. bachelor party, Michael.